Lift your hands, let's worship them. Sing that again, I believe, bro. I believe. Come on, sing it out. Come on, let's sing it. We believe tonight. We're believers. We believe God. I believe you, God. Oh, we believe you, God. We worship you. Oh, God, we believe. Come on, lift your hands and worship Him. Come on, let's press in a little bit. Come on, worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Oh, yeah, we believe. If you can believe, all things are possible, Jesus said. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, yeah. Come on, we believe. Come on, let's worship Him. I believe you, God. Come on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Worship Him. Come on, tell Him how much you love Him tonight. Come on, just worship Him. Oh, we believe, Lord. We believe, we believe, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's lift our hands and worship them tonight. Father, we're thankful for the service this evening. We're thankful tonight, Father, that we're seated with you in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers. We thank you for Jesus tonight. Over 2,000 years ago, died, went to the cross, went to hell, was resurrected on the third day to bring many sons unto glory. We thank you, Father, that the glory of the latter house, meaning the new creation, man and woman of God, is filled with your glory and your power. But Lord, fill us afresh tonight. Give us fresh strength, fresh legs, fresh oil tonight. And we believe tonight for your best. We thank you tonight that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works within us. Tonight we lift up the name that's above every name at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. And so, Father, we exalt the name of Jesus tonight. Not our ministry, not our name, but the name of Jesus. And we worship you tonight and we glorify you tonight. We thank you tonight, Lord. 
we thank you tonight, Lord. We thank you tonight that we've missed hell, that we're birthed into the kingdom of God, that we're seated with you, that we're righteousness. We are the righteousness of God tonight in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father. We worship you in spirit and truth. And you said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. For we all's in a glass behold the glory of the Lord are changed from glory to glory by the Spirit of the living God. We thank you, Father, for your presence that comes in here like a floodgate tonight. We thank you for the great move of the Holy Ghost, demonstration and power of the Spirit of the living God. We worship you tonight. Devil, we adjure you tonight that you have no place in the believers' lives. We bind you over their finances. We bind you over their bodies. We bind you over their their minds. We bind you over the plan of God that you're attempting to hinder them from obeying. And we release them into the perfect will of God tonight. We thank you, Father God. According to 2 Chronicles chapter 5 and verse 13 under the Old Testament, they said when the singers and trumpeters became as one, lifting their voice, saying, The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, to the point the ministers couldn't even stand for the glory of the Lord did fill the house. We thank you, Father Solomon. And when Solomon There are many of you here today that Satan has stole things from you and taken ground from you. And he's lied and said it cannot be done and you will not. But the Lord said this night the kingdom of God suffers violent. But he exhorts you this night to take back those things that you know that belong to you. And press in and say devil take your hands off the will of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God. The things that God has called me to carry out. And you will go and move boldly in my authority and take back what the enemy has attempted to try to steal. And even in your life where there's been things that have gone haywire or haven't worked out, the Lord exhorts you this night that he will cause all things to work together for good in your life because he loves you and your call according to his purpose. So press in, press in and say, devil, no longer will you steal my joy. No longer will you steal my health. No longer will you steal my steps being ordered into the work of God. No longer will you take from my family and steal from those things that are mine that God gave me. But push him back and tell him to flee and resist him in the authority of Jesus of Nazareth. And the greatest days are yet to come, saith God, for your life. The greatest days you've ever known. The greatest hour of the move of the Spirit of God. The greatest times of refreshment. The greatest miracles. The greatest signs, wonders, and miracles that the body of Christ has ever known are here. They're here. Expect it. Believe. Call on it. Ask of me. Ask of me. You have not because you ask not. But he said, ask that you might receive, that your joy might be full. And the Lord said, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So become kingdom-minded and take what belongs to you. Your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Take it, claim it, declare it, move boldly.
as an ambassador of the other realm. Let's lift our hands and thank you. Glory to God. 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 Wow. 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. Wow. Wow, we just jump right off quick, huh? Wow. Turn to two or three people next to you and say, man, God's got something amazing tonight for us. I mean, we can just jump off right now and just take off. Glory to God. Amen. Turn to somebody and say, God's got something good for you. Get ready. Wow. I don't know about you, but I'm a little cloudy. Praying all afternoon. I bet you I got about seven hours in tongues in today. Just ready to follow him. Hope you know what I'm talking about. I didn't know that Stevie Wonder went to church. Brother Joe. Didn't he do a good job? Give the Lord a hand clap for him. Amen. What a blessing. Amen. Glory to God. Now, you know I'm having fun by saying Stevie Wonder. You know what I mean. He's a man of God. I'm just having fun. But thank God for the gifts and callings of God. Amen. Amen. It's amazing work of God that someone would be gifted and graced and step into that and be bold and develop it and flow in the anointing and give their life away for the cause. Aren't you glad? I sense God's strong tonight, Pastor Michael. You brought your supply, bro. So you all bring a supply. You carry him. You know, you brought a supply. Amen? You have your supply. You bring your supply. Amen? You all ready? Wow. I don't know. I just had such a strong anointing tonight in here. We're going to get over into some places tonight. So what are we going to do? I don't know. We'll just wait a minute. Amen? How many of you are hungry? Good job, Brother Joe. Way to go, man. Glory to God. Is it Tony or Joe? Tony? Why did you tell me Joe? Did you tell me Joe? What? Oh, Jones. So maybe, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so. Good job, Brother Tony. Glory to God. I thought it was Joe. I only met him like a few hours ago, you know, last night. So cut me a little grace, okay? All right? Will you do that? All right. Amen. Well, I bought you a little gift, but I put Joe on the bag, so don't, don't let that bother you, okay? <laughs> Amen. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for the grace of God. I'm thankful for pastors in the front row that say, his name is not Joe, it's Tony. <laughs> Woo, glory. Woo, glory. Glory to God. Just lift your hands and worship Him. I'm just going to wait a minute. I don't need to get in a rush about nothing. I'm so full of God, I'm just like, I'm like walking lead right now. 
Just lift your hands. We'll get where we got to get. Lord, we just worship you. Oh, Lord, we love you so much. We worship you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, your will, your plan, your purposes, your design, what you have for all of us. Let it come to pass. To have your will, Father, that's all we want. Nothing else matters. It's the will of God, the plan of God. Uh, uh, that's all that matters. We worship you. Lord, to have more of you, to have all that you have, all that you're designing, all that you're orchestrating. You're the great architect. You know what's best for us. We want that. We don't want anything else but you and what you have. And we want to find that and run with it. We love you, Jesus. We worship you, Father. I humble myself under your hand, Father. Master, we worship you. We worship you, Master God, Jesus. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you, God. We worship you. Not my will. Your will be done. Not my plans. Your plans be done. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship. Come on, just worship him. Take a minute there. Let's worship him. Worship you. Father, pour out your power on your people, Lord. Let them see the greatness of who you are. Let them know that it's beyond the veil. There's so much more. Let them see the goodness of who you are. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just worship. Let's just wait a minute. He wants to move in. He wants to be so close to you. God wants to minister to you, strengthen you. Just just receive from him for a minute. Just receive from him. Just receive. Be refreshed. Be strengthened. coming in heavy tonight, so it'll be totally different, okay? So let's just hook up and flow with him. Just connect with what God wants. Glory to God. Just receive. Times of refreshment from the presence of God. My goodness. It's here. The glory of the Lord, it's here. So we'll just wait till he wants to do whatever he wants tonight. Glory to God. Blessed be God. 
I was thinking today about the value of a human life. I don't know why they were just registered all over me today. You with me? And just talk out of my spirit today. I was thinking about how valuable a human being is to God. And how that's the greatest uh, target of his love. I mean, God created all the animals when he created the earth. And he, you know, zebras and alligators and cows and chickens and cats and dogs. And and the Psalms 8.1 says, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Are you with me tonight? It's different tonight, so... And don't mind me squinting, because I'm just I'm just where I'm at, so I'm just trying to talk, okay? All right? I'm not being weird. I'm just, that's just where I'm at right now, so I'm going to talk out of my spirit. He said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou dost visit. Do you know what's on God's mind 24-7? You. 24-7, you. He thinks about you every moment. He thinks about you every single moment. Are you there? Today I drove, I, I just, I went to the, the store to buy a few little gifts because I wanted to bless some people. I drove by a graveyard. You're going to think I'm weird, okay? You already know I'm weird, Okay. You already know that, so I'm sorry, but I am weird. I am, I'm, I'm crazy. Every move of God, you'll have to have radicals to get something done. I'm consumed with him. Are you there? All right. I was telling Tony. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was telling my, your bodyguard on the way here. I said, you know, I used to play college football and you know, I had trials with professional teams. And I am so far removed from that. I don't even know who's playing. I don't know their names. I barely even know the team's emblems anymore. Are you with me? Now, I'm not down on that because I've got some friends that, you know, were in sports and college. And, I'm, you know, I, I would be connected to it if, just because of the people. You follow me? It's like that was a part of my life, but it means nothing to me. He means everything to me. It's like... I'm so consumed with the Lord that those things mean nothing to me. But it's okay, you know, you want to have a football party or something like that or watch a game. I mean, I'm not going to be religious or weird about it. But it's like someone has captured my heart and breathed on me and burdened into me his love and who he is and his plans, and I can't get away from it. Are you there? I'm just, I'm branded, and I don't know what to do with it, you know? I'm not just wah, wah, wah and talking. I'm branded with God. I, I, I'm, I'm consumed with him. I don't know what's going on in football. I don't know what's going on other than if I read a, a USA Today on an airplane or something a little bit, and it's still foreign to me. Are you listening to me? All I'm consumed with is God and his plan in people. That's all I care about is people. Are you listening to me? Stick with me. We'll get, I'll get it. It'll come out what we're supposed to say, okay? My tongue's attached to my heart, and I'll speak it out. Okay. 
And so I, I, today I drove, I drove by a graveyard and I said, you know what? I just, I just drove through there, you know, on purpose. You know, Dr. Summerall, anybody ever heard of him? He said, the graveyard has two voices. It says, I've been where you're at and you're coming where I'm at. Remember him saying that? Pastor Michael, you remember him saying that? Okay. And I got to thinking about it. I, went, I just drove and, you know, I drove and I started reading. I was in my car. I didn't get out. I wasn't like a grave stealer or being weird or acting goofy or something goofy, you know? But I just drove by and I began to read stones and people's names and people's lives and when they were born and when they died. And I thought, I began, to, I began to weep. I began to cry thinking about, what did those people know Jesus? What did they do with their lives? How, that whole other generation, and what was God doing, and how did it all happen, and what did they do with their lives? And I didn't know, and I was starting, I was getting emotional. I started, I started tearing up. Because I started thinking about a human life and how valuable it is to God. He loves you so much. We have to trust him and give our life away. Let loose of the controls, you know. Let loose, give it away. Luke 9, 23, Jesus said, If any man wishes to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow. Are you there? And I got to thinking about human life. And I got to thinking about the value of a human life and that how Jesus invested everything he was for human life so that they could know him. God doesn't fellowship with a giraffe. He doesn't fellowship with a cat, like some of you do. Your cat's your best friend. Well, he can be your bud, but let Jesus be your best friend. Are you with me? I mean, we have three dogs. One of them went home to be with the Lord, you know? I love them. They're fun to be around, you know? They'll stick with you through, you know? But Jesus is always there for me. Are you listening tonight? Your life matters. Your decisions matter. He loves you. The hairs of your head are numbered. He cares about everything, your bills, your family, your kids, everything. He loves you. He's after you. He's chasing you. He wants your attention. He wants your heart. He wants everything. You got one life to live. Why not live for him? Why live for the devil? Why go the way of the world? Who cares? It means nothing. I don't mean you can't eat pizza and have fun and, you know, enjoy your family and go to Disney World or Wally World or Nordstrom or whatever you want to do. Have fun. But live for him. It's all that matters. What is man that thou art mindful of him? He's mindful of everything. Your future, who you'll marry, who you're married to, what college you go to. Wherever your needs, your jobs, your problems, your issues, whatever, God has been dealing with man for a lot of years with their problems all the time. It's all their problems and he deals with you and helps you through and shows himself to you strong. He wants to be your father. He wants complete dependency on him. 
He wants you to sell out. He wants to hear, Abba, Father, I love you. Daddy, I love you. I want you, Lord. You, 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 you. That's all I want. Are you there? Stick with me. I saw an interview with... I'm having a hard time here. Just stick with me. Who was the old gospel singer? What was his name? He was like the granddaddy of gospel. No, not the Gaithers. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time here. Anybody know? He was a black brother. Do you know? Andre Crouch. Thank you. It took Joe to tell me. I'm just kidding. Tony. (laughs) Andre Crouch. Andre Crouch. Listen to me. This is a true story. Before Michael Jackson passed away, you know, the king of pop, okay? He died. Andre Crouch had a visitation with him, was able to sit with him and talk with him. And in the interview, Michael Jackson asked Andre Crouch, he said, how is it? I turn on TV and I watch people worshiping. I see these people, they're Christians. He said, I don't understand what connects them with something vertical. I have no idea. What is that? Can you tell me what that is? See, Michael Jackson knew how to connect to music. He knew how to connect people to music and connect people to him. But he couldn't figure out what was connecting people here. It's the anointing. It's God. Are you there? You listen to me? He was intrigued by it. He said he would watch it all the time and was intrigued by it. Now, I trust that Andre Crouch shared Jesus and was bold as a lion with him so that he's in heaven. I'll leave that alone. But I got to thinking about that. The simplicity of the gospel, we've complicated it far too much. And, and we've made life so complicated. The devil likes to make it complicated. But our job as ministers and our job as people that lead you in the fivefold ministry gift to stir you is to connect you to him. That's all that matters. That you're connected to the one who loves you the most, the one who made you, the one who knows what's best for you. And if I can get you over there into that place, you'll never go anywhere else but there. When you know him, When you know him, when you really know him, and you press past the surface and get to know him, you will never be disappointed. Are you there? So what is God mindful of? You, 24-7. You, 24-7. You, 24-7. I wonder if God hears me. No, you, 24-7. It amazes me that over 5 billion people, the 6 billion people in the world, he knows everything about everybody at any given time of the day, and he knows what's going on. And all he wants is for you to know how much he loves you. All he wants to do is birth in the side, inside of you in your spirit, in your understanding, who you belong to and create purpose in your life that makes life make sense. You were created for koinonia, intimacy. 
You were created to fellowship with a creator. It's simple. It is not complicated. It's simple. And all he wants is your heart. He wants, he wants your heart. If he can get your heart, he's got everything. Are you there? I was 17 years old. I was squirrelier than a $3 bill. And I got born again October 18th, 1980. Are you with me tonight? Can I just talk out of my spirit? I didn't know what was going on. I was good now. I was a good athlete. Things worked for there. I could socially interact with anybody, you know, the, the jocks, the rocks, all the, whatever, you know. The, the jocks were the athletes, the rocks were the drug smokers, the, all the different crowds. See, that was a call of God. I mean, I could still interact with anybody and get in the mix with it. You see what I mean? You know, I was up for homecoming king. whoop de doo to duty. You know, you accelerate in sports. You're doing all that was empty. I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I went to a meeting in Niagara Falls, New York, and I walked through the door, and I went through, and I walked through. There was something in the atmosphere that was different than anything I ever seen in my life. It was better than a Billy Joel concert. Elton John, Kenny Loggins, whoever else was your hero. There was something charged in that atmosphere, Pastor Tim, Pastor Michael. Tony, something in that atmosphere that said something to me. Something gripped my heart. Something grabbed a hold of me that was something that was real. Are you listening to me? And so this pastor gave an altar call that night. He said, if anybody wants Jesus, you just lift your hands. And so before I could think, my hand's up in the air. And before you know, I'm praying some prayer. And all of a sudden, bam! God just breathed into me into my spirit, and life came into me, Zoe. I was dead. I was spiritually dead. I was separated from God. I was lifeless. I was alive with flesh and blood and brain, but my spirit man was dead. I had no purpose. I had no real understanding. I had some things going for me, but without God, nothing made any sense. And suddenly, that birthing of life came into me. Zoe, the breath of life, God breathed into me. I was born again. I was born of the Spirit of God. I became a son and daughter of God, engrafted into the kingdom of God, birthed in through the blood, through the sacrifice of the spotless lamb. I came in, and he came in, and I suddenly understood that somehow someone loved me, and I understood love for the first time. Now, I'm maybe a little peculiar, you know, probably am. Once that happened to me, I got turned on. Are you listening to me? I thought, this is real. Wow. This is amazing. And then, you know, I went to another service and all of a sudden they said, anybody wants to get filled with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking other tongues, raise your hand. I said, that's got to be me. I I'll take it. And I got, 
And I went forward and God breathed on me again, a baptism of fire. I was, a, I, was a, I was an Italian white boy with fire smoking off my head. This dimension of something I didn't understand was now becoming real. Like, I found out that God was more than a statue. Humura, humura, humura. It was more than a bunch of rules. It was more than a bunch of a regulation. It was more than a black tie and a black outfit. It was more than pews and ringing a bell and, you know, getting the water and kiss the feet. Are you there? There was something real. And I found out that somebody really loved me and cared about me. It was God. My parents loved me. My family loved me. There's people that love me. But this was agape. This was unconditional. This was a love that transformed me, that changed me from glory. It, it, it changed me into his image. It realigned me. And all of a sudden, it's like all these desires begin to shift in me. So that guy, I didn't want to drink Bud Stupid or Miller Low Life anymore. And then all of a sudden, I'd, I didn't fit in with a crowd of the world. So I'd get around friends of mine that were doing all that, and I just couldn't do it anymore. It's like something was, I was different. I wasn't weird about it. I was just different. I was in the world, but not of it. And, and I couldn't get around that anymore. And I had to break things off, and I had to consecrate out. And God was shifting my desires and moving me into a place of sonship and moving me into a place of identification of who I was and what he had for me and that he loved me and he was planning good things for me. And I began to shift. My heart began to shift, shift, shift into a place of consecration and dedication. I remember standing out in front of a bar and telling a good friend, I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't serve, I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. You know, I just can't do it anymore. I just can't. This is, no, I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. Are you there? And so, you know, I, I remember Pastor, Pastor Michael, I remember one night, and Pastor Tim, I remember one night, you know, they say, well, did you have, did you have, the, did the devil pull on you? Did the devil try to get you to go do, yeah, all the time. You know, you know I used to sit there and watch Cecil B. DeMille films, The Ten Commandments, as a kid. I was awed. My God. I couldn't believe it. The robe. I'd watch the robe. Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, my God. Are you there? I'd get so moved by watching those films. I mean, I, man, I, I just, you know, I wanted to just fill the bathtub up and try to walk on water. Are you there? <laughs> hey! I mean, it's like, it's like God got a hold of my heart. It's like, whoa, this thing's real. And then I started to feel like, I started to feel alone. I was like, wow, what's this all about? And, and I didn't know what's going on. And I'm like, okay, God, you're doing something in me. And this is all inward stuff. And you're like tearing stuff out of me and getting rid of stuff out of me. And, and it was called consecration. It was called, it was called the, the life of consecration and the life of, of, of purifying and, and dedication to beat me into a soldier. Are you there? I know that doesn't sound good, like good turn, like, God, oh, God beat you. No. 
It's the way I think, you know. You go to my Facebook page, I got a picture of Dwight Eisenhower talking to paratroopers that just, just landed on Normandy. That's how I think. Are you there? I just think like, that's how I think. I'm sorry, that's how I'm wired. It's like, go get it, take it, charge. Smack the devil, crack him upside the head. Smack him in the chops. You follow me? I'm sorry, that's how I'm wired. So when I got saved, it's like I just ran in. I was like, this is cool. This is wonderful. So, so I, I, I'm, God starts dealing with me about associations. You know your associations will either break you or make you. That's why I hang out with people like this and people like this and people like this and people because they provoke me unto good works and godliness and they don't pull me down. They kick me up, man. Check up who you've been walking with. God... Adam walked with God in the cool of the day. Man, it's cool to walk with God. Hey! So the Lord began to deal with me about consecration and dedication and getting the world. You know, before the children of Israel could go into the promised land, they had to get Egypt out of their life. There's too much Egypt in the body of Christ. Too much worldliness. Too much of the world. Too much of doing it the world's way. And, you know, and... What I, I mean, I don't mean be weird, monk hats, go in the, you know, hum, your insides fall out and act goofy. I don't mean that because we want to be relevant to the world around us. But I'm talking about an inward transformation, a purification that you love God more than anything and you're willing to separate from anything. You're willing to get rid of anything. You're willing to kick it out the door. Are you there? You're willing to move it out. You're willing to say no to the devil. You're willing to say everything to God and close yourself off to everything of the world and the devil. Are you with me? So how bad do you want it? How bad do you want him? You know how bad he wants you? He gave his life. That's how bad he wants you. He died. So I remember, bro, I remember. I remember the Lord dealing with me about some things and about associations. And I said, you know what? I feel, you know, sometimes I still feel lonely. Not because of him, but because of the trails I got to run. I don't know if you understand that. There's some people that I grew up with, even to this day, and there's some people that don't want to fellowship with me because of who, what I stand for and who I, who I walk with. Sometimes I cry over that. It hurts my heart because I love people. How do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. There's some people I love, but they don't want to be close to me because of the walk of God. How many know what I'm talking about? I can't take it personal because it's, it's because of the walk. You know, I'm not trying to sound like I'm some jack spiritual or something. I'm just talking about what's, what's on me. and what I, I'm willing to walk alone if it means to compromise and give it away. I won't give it away. There's too much of a price paid to me to give it back. Are you following me? Yes. I mean, not too long ago, I went to a church, you know. This is a true story. I've, I've gone there for a lot of years. I love them. He's a, little, he's a younger minister. And they said, we can't have you back because you're too strong. We love you as a person. We love your ministry. But we can't have you back because you're just too strong. And I thought... 
You know, I had to not take that personal, you know. Because I love them. I bring them gifts and love and pray for them and counsel and help. And they don't want me back. You know why? Because it's where I'm going. You follow me? So whatever it separates you from, it takes you to. You have to go. Do you still love? Yes, of course. I still call. You remember Jesus? The Bible says he was despised and rejected of men. A man acquainted of much sorrow. You know, if you go out, you know, I live down in Florida. There's lots of beaches. You've been down there. Some of you have been down there. When you go and you look out the beach, there's, there's some people, there's a lot of people on the shoreline. I mean, I'm not trying to sound over spiritual or weirder. Can you just bear with me? And then as you go out, there's a little less people. And you go out a little farther, there's a little less people. And there's a farther. You know, you know, the farther you go out, it's like Jesus saying, you know, Peter, walk on the water. And he said, Lord, if that be you, bid me to come. Peter jumped up and started walking on water, man, walking out to the word. If you're going to walk with God, you're going to get out of the boat. You're going to move. You're going to be doing the miraculous. You're going to be in some arenas that not everybody wants or even understands. But we have to do it. It's not just for me. It's not just for Pastor Mike. It's for all of us. We've got to move with God. God wants your heart. He wants you filled with his spirit. He wants you consumed with him. He wants you to carry the power of God to your generation. He wants us to pay a price and give ourselves over. So when we get on, I live for the other side. I mean, I don't know. I'm crazy. I'm sorry. I live for the other side. Everything about me thinks about the other side. I'm constantly thinking about heaven, eternity. Like today, I drove in, the, I drove in a graveyard. You, that's probably crazy. Some people think, you're a lunatic. But I drove it because I wanted to, the value of life. What is man that thou art mindful of, and the son of man that thou dost visit? Thou hast created him a little lower than the angels. Really, it says Elohim, angels. It says that. But in the Greek, it means, or Hebrew, it means a little lower than God. So God just created you just a little bit lower than him. So you'd look to him, and he'd be your source. So you'd lean on him and look to him for everything. So he could be your father. Because we are his sons, God shed forth his spirit into our hearts that we cry, Abba, Father, Daddy, Daddy. You know, one translation says, the message Bible says, it says, you know, like God's not given us a spirit of fear. Romans talks about, you know, in there. It says that God's in our spirit. He's been shed. That we cry out, Papa, Papa, what's next? Papa. Now, in the natural, I had a daddy that was a worker. My daddy was a CEO. My daddy was a businessman. My daddy was a worker. My dad would work 10, 12 hours a day. He was successful, accomplished a lot. He was the president of his company with six partners underneath him. And growing up as a young boy, I misunderstood him because I thought, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that, that my dad didn't care about me because he didn't spend any time with me, but he was busy working hard. And so if you're not careful, you can trigger that into your relationship with God. And, and, but I got news for you. Um, I broke out of that whole thing of acceptance and approval and trying to jump through hoops to get my dad to like me and wanting his approval. I got it vertical. 
because I knew that any given time, I know my dad loves me, we're, we're, we're the closest, we're the closest out of four boys. I'm the executor to his will. He calls me and counsels with me on things. We're close. You know why? Because I sought him out. I sought my dad out. Well, everybody would put the, the head of fetters of hurt and pain. I sought him out and loved him because I had the love of the Father to show him. Will we ever get it past our hurts of rejection to get to the point where we know God loves us so much that we can carry God to anybody and help them? Is this helping you tonight? It's totally different from last night. Totally different. So I, I just, you know, so I had a wrong misconception of the Father. Are you listening to me? But guess what? You can always run to your Abba Father. He will always talk to you. He will always speak to you his best. He will, he, Ephesians 1.6 says you're accepted in the Beloved. You're accepted. He loves you the way you are. Stop trying to change you and how he's wired you and made you. He gifted you that way. Well, if I could just be like Pastor Michael, there's only one Pastor Michael. You can learn from his life and he'll disciple you and beat you into a Marine in a gracious sort of way. <laughs> you follow me? But there's one of you. And that one of you, God is so mindful of you He created you one way in his image after his likeness. Are you there? And he thinks about you every day. He's planning good things for you. And all he wants you to do is trust him. Are you there? So, so I was, I was, uh, I was saying, Lord, you know, you're dealing with me about something. You know, sometimes you ever think, like, like, God, why are you taking this out of my life? Because he's trying to remove something to give you something better. Yes. Amen. Amen. You want to hold on to something that you think is good for you, but he wants to strip you of that because he's got something better. Are you following me? I don't mean your wife now that you're married to. People get weird, you know. You follow me? So in any case, I, uh, one night I, I was in, I, I, was, I said, Lord, you know what, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I love you so much. This is real. This is the real deal. I know I feel lonely here, and I know you're, you, you sep- there always comes a separation before you can really do what he's called you to do. And if you're not willing to separate, then you'll stay. See, I thought about this today, too. You mind me just talking? I thought about this today. If the devil can't get you to go drink and party and smoke and commit adultery, he'll just, he'll just stupor you up and dummy you up that you waste your life. I came up in my spirit. In other words, if he can't get, I mean, you just, you'll play defensive Christianity and you'll bounce back and you'll stay and you'll, you know, you'll stay and you'll get the job done and you'll remain a Christian in a pew. But if he can steal the purpose on your life, if he, can, if he can get you to not fulfill and find out what the perfect will of God for your life, and most people are in the perfect will, don't misunderstand. But what I'm saying to you is, 
the dimension of walking in what God has for you, it must be sought after. It will not fall on your laps like bonbons. You must seek Him. You must pursue Him. You have to get alone with Him. And you have to ask Him, Lord, what is it that you want to do through me? What is the turn, the take, the change, the, the rearrangement, the new assignment, the birthing of God's will and plan in your life? It will not come because you wake up and drink coffee. It'll become because you pursue what is man that thou art mindful of. And as soon as you pursue, he'll meet you at that intersection and say, yep, come on, boy. Come on, sweetheart. Let me tell you some more things that you don't know of yet. Isn't that right? You with me? So I I remember one night I just, and I don't know how I'm going to get it all out, but there's a lot in me. I, I already feel things, scriptures coming up. But stay with me. Um, one night I went and I just said, Lord, I'm going to take, my parents are out of town, I'm going to take communion. That was my consecration to the Lord. You're, you're telling me to get away from these people, you know, it's like, I really don't want to do what they're doing, but they're still friends, and I need friends. Now, friendships are good. Now i got a whole bunch of friends all over the nation. They're godly men and women. Are you there? I don't, listen, I don't want to get to the end of my life and be relationship poor. I want to be relationship rich. Listen to me. I want to get involved as many lives as I can and convince, listen, convince and influence as many people for the right things as I can. Are you there? I'll, I'll go around the block. I'll walk. I'll do anything I can to help somebody. Amen. And I mean it. I'm not too uppity and high that you can't touch me because I'm sterile. You there? I want to be accessible. Jesus was accessible to people. He loved people. He was in their world. Zacchaeus, a little midget in a tree, climbed up a tree because he wanted to see Jesus. And Jesus walked by and said, Zacchaeus, come on down, boy. You're having lunch with me. We're going to Panera Bread. (laughs) Afterwards, we're going to Starbucks. That's the relatableness of the, of the God you serve. You see how much he cares? That's where he wants. He is in that arena. That's where Jesus is in that arena. He is in your everyday life, your everyday issues. He is so tangible. He is so applicable in his word to your life. You can, you can, he'll embrace everything you're dealing with and he'll help you and grab you by the hand and walk you through and bless you and talk to your heart. The Holy Spirit will tell you this and talk to you here. He'll talk to you in his word. You know, and everything goes haywire and your parents go crazy and, you know, they get mad at you and yell at you because you're Christian and they're still Lutherans or whatever. Or whatever it is, Jesus will be there when you close the door and pray in tongues and put on some worship. He'll show up. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you that you boldly say... The Lord is my helper. I'll not fear what man can do. You can meet with him anywhere. And he'll meet with you anywhere. Are you with me? So, man, I went. I, I went. I was at my parents out of town. I, got, I, took some, I went to the Italian bread drawer. Beautiful. If you're going to take communion, let me tell you something. Use Italian bread. Toast it up first with a little garlic and some butter. And throw on the pasta on the side, because when you're done, you can eat that with, you know, with me. <laughs> hey, how you doing? You talking to me? 
Are you with me? You are, right? Do you know sometimes I do? I'll, 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 at night I'll have a couple bowls of cereal. I'll put a bowl of cereal there. I'll put two bowls, one for Jesus and me. And I'll eat my bowl and then I talk to Jesus. I go ahead and eat it, son. You eat it for me. Now that's pretty cool because he always blesses me with that second bowl. <laughs> hey! Glory! That's how cool he is. So, man, I closed myself off. My parents out of town. And, I, you know, I just went in there. I took some bread, Italian bread, broke it off. I said, Lord, I'm dedicating myself to you. I don't know all that's going on, but you're doing something in me. I mean, my inside world is turned upside down. If your inside world is not turned upside down and your furniture is not rearranged, you have not had your encounter yet. Are you there? If you don't believe me, go ask Saul, Saul, Saul of Tarsus, on the road to Damascus, outside the city of Samaria, one of the largest cities outside of Samaria. And he's journeying. He had a petition from all the grand poobahs. You know the grand poobahs, right? All the religious leaders of the day. To bring back those that were in the way, to persecute them and bring them back He was a tool in the hand of the enemy. And as he journeyed, a brilliant light from heaven, living Bible says, came. And this is my translation, the Christomico translation. And smacked him! Do you understand what I mean by that? All right, give me another translation. He got branded. Like a cow at a gate. Have you been branded yet? Have you allowed the heat of God to come and purge you and brand you? What's the branding about? I mean, cows out, you know, they have cows down in Texas and they brand them. You know why? Because that shows you who you who, who the owner is and who you belong to. So if you ever got lost, you just see the brand marks on you. And Paul said, let no man cause trouble for me because I bear in my body what? The brand marks of Jesus. Well, that happened on the road to Damascus. He got hit so hard. So bur- the burning power of the Jesus of Nazareth, his presence branded into his spirit branded into his soul, branded in him to the point that he fell to the ground under the anointing and the first words that came out of his mouth that said, Who art thou, Lord? He answered his own question. Who art thou, Lord? And then the next thing that comes after the brand, I mean, you know, when you get hit with God and you have a real deal thing, hello? Hello? I think God said, I better deal with this little indestructible Jew and get him on my side because he's causing more trouble to the kingdom. And he's a tool in Satan's hand. I'll make him a tool in my hand. So he brands him. He falls to the ground. And he says, what would you have me to do, Lord? You see the progression? He gets hit. He has his branding encounter. And then the next thing that comes out of his mouth is, What do you want me to do? Whoa. This is real. This is different. 
I mean, I got an education. I got a PhD. I'm a scribe. Of, I, 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 concerning the law, I'm perfect. I mean, you're talking about a guy who ran a tight ship. Jesus had to knock it and capsize it and turn it over so he could take his heart. You follow me? And brand him to get a hold of his heart. And then he responds. He says, Lord, what would you have me to do? Wouldn't that be great if we just had a service where we all just marched around and said, Lord, what would you have me to do? Lord, what would you have me to do? Go get you a parakeet and train it in your house. Lord, what would you have me to do? Lord, what would you have me to do? We need every day consecration to the will of God, consecration to do his will. What would you have me to do? Not what you want, not your plans, not what you think you should do. His plan. And the reason you still do your plan is because you haven't been branded yet. You've been drinking brandy, but you haven't been branded yet. Maybe, I don't know. You follow me? I mean, when you get branded by Jesus, I mean, I'm not talking about like he's killing you. But when you get marked, Paul said, I bear in my body the marks, the marks of Jesus. You have to have your marking. Are you willing to let him mark you? Are you willing to run to Jesus and say, change me, it's not working my way? Let me do it your way. And if you're doing it his way, I don't, I'm not trying to say everybody's doing it wrong. Don't misunderstand the spirit of where I'm coming from. I'm just saying, I don't know, man. I just, I just keep going in for sessions and keep getting branded. Because the deeper the marking, the deeper I can take him to the world. Are you with me? I'm not where I want to be. I'm st- still trying to keep up with Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael and run with these guys and, and other ones that are out there. But I'm trying hard. Amen? So, you know, so, so I take communion and I go through the bread and the juice and the whole deal and I'm sitting in there crying. I mean, I had tears rolling down my face, Lord, like in the hotel today, crying to the Lord. Tears rolling down, Lord. We, gotta get, we have to get people to know you. They have to know really the dimension of who, how good you are. That there's a, past this veil of the natural, there's more to life. There's, there's a dimension of you that they have to see yet. That there's more, and I'm not, listen, I'm not where I need to be. I know that, and I'm working on it. But there's a more, there's more, there's more. He's mindful of you. He's, he's wanting to show you the things that are, you, know, you need to know. He wants to share with you his heart. He wants to guide you. He wants to minister to you. You know, we, we lost a child, you know, several years ago. You know, in, in, in ministry, there's casualties. We lost a child. My wife and I grieved over that, but the Holy Spirit came. And ministered to us and helped us. I sat across the table with uh, Dr. Rodney, Howard Brown, with his wife. We were eating dinner. They lost a daughter. They wept. I wept with them. We wept with them as they wept. Their tears, we wept with them. The Bible says, weep, rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who, there's going to be casual. There's going to be loss. But yet, Paul said, I caught all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of him that I might know him, that I could just have him. Listen, I'll give it all away just to have him. House, car, not my dogs, but you know. Paul said, 
said, everything that I accomplished, all my great accolades, all my inductions into the Hall of Fame, all my great achievements, it means nothing. He said, it's but dung. You know what dung is? He said, that's what it means. That's all that means to know him. Eternity's long. You might as well get to know him down here. Hallelujah. Amen. And do everything he tells you to do. Because when you get over there, you won't be ashamed. You live your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, and maybe in your 60s you decide to serve when you've got nothing to show on the other realm. Hey, man, I'm, I'm scoring up points up there. Amen. I'm getting points up there. Amen. I want to bring as many people with us and stir as many people up to God as we can, you know. And fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. And I mean, I, if I could just drag you over into the power of God, I will. If I can, gra- if I can get you, if I can burn your brakes out from holding, stopping and throwing on the brakes and just grab you and pull you into the power of God, I will, look, I will do anything to get people into the presence of God. Are you with me? But greater than that, if I can get you after you get hit and branded, that you'll want to go back yourself and fall in love with someone who loves you more than you could imagine. I'm not saying you don't do it. Please don't misunderstand where I'm coming from. Please. So, so Saul, he gets hit by the power of God and has that literally changes him. His name is changed. Are you there? Do you know your name gets changed? You once were partier, or now you're a holy man. Are you there? You were a much drug addict, now you're Mr. Straight. Are you there? You were, you were once Miss Strife, but now you're Miss Love. Are you there? You follow what I'm saying? God changes your name. You follow me? It's his name that we take on. So in any case, Saul, Saul gets changed, he gets hit, and the next thing that comes on, what would you have me to do, Lord? It's like suddenly, this is so real, this encounter was like so intense, that it's Jesus. He heard a voice, and the other people heard the voice, and they didn't know who it was, but it was Jesus. He said, I'm Jesus. He said, he said what would you have me to do? He said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. So, if it's red lettering, it says it's Jesus, then that means the same encounter that Saul had with Jesus doesn't, will never be the same because of different world, different assignment, different everything. But the encounter can be the same in the respect that you hear him say, it is Jesus. Right? Because you know, like last night I said, we've gone to church and certain denominations and I was raised Catholic. And it's, once again, it sounded like this. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 Right? Everybody sat there and went. That's not what we were created to walk in. We were created to walk in fellowship. Koinonia, intimacy. You can all run there. The doorway is open. Run to him. Run to heaven. Run to your prayer closet. Run to him. Fellowship. Pray in tongues. Get along. It's open. The door's open. Because a life is valuable. And your life's valuable. And you know what? It doesn't matter what anybody else doesn't see in you. 
me say that again. It doesn't matter what nobody else sees in you. It matters what he sees in you. I look at people and I see God's plan. I can see it in them, you know. Pastor Michael, do you know Pastor Tim is a pastor and your heart? I see God in people. I see potential. I see the God plan and yet I know they're not seeing it. Because when you, when you run with him, you see through his eyes and you, you, you look through life through him and you see it in people and you see unbelievable things, the grace of God and the abilities and the giftings. And, and then you see them living their life in like futility, not really tapping in, not really getting a hold of it. Are you with me? Not, not, I mean, not really. The graveyard is filled with people that what coulda, shoulda, maybe. I mean, I've got a brother who's called to the ministry, was accepted to Rhema three times, and he missed it and didn't go, and his life has never gone right. Will God help him? Yes. Does God love him? Yeah, he could still go to Rhema. Smith Wigglesworth started when he was 50 or something like that, was a plumber. So God could still use anybody. But it's that issue of what would you have me to do and the yielding and giving the reins over and dying to what you want and just trust him and say he's got something better and I believe that's great. Are y'all with me? So, you know, Saul, I mean, stay with me because there's a lot in me to get out, but I'll just throw a few more thoughts there and we'll keep journeying, okay? So Saul says, what would you have me to do? He said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecutest. So he has a... He, has a, he says, let no man cause trouble for me. I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. So he had his marking encounter on the road to Damascus. He's under the power. He gets hit. God changes his name. God changes his desires. And, and, and then he said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecute. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks. What's he saying? Your life is not going to work real well when you go against the plan of God, son. You know why some people's life isn't working? Because they're going against the plan. And you keep going against the plan and going against the will of God and doing it the man's way and the flesh and all we want, what we think, and all that we, you know, make our lists of what we think we should do, and it doesn't work. It will be hard for you if you kick against the pricks or you go against the will of God. Go with him. Side in with him. Help God do what he's doing. Submit to it. Roll with it. Flow with it. Jump in the stream. Jump in the water. Niagara Falls. Go over the thing. Jump in and get in. Go with the flow. You'll never regret it. He'll never lead you down a wrong path. He'll never disappoint you. He'll never shortchange you. He'll never not provide. He'll never not bring you through. He'll never not make life make, I mean, meaningfulness. Go with it. Go with it. The Bible says those who believe will not be ashamed. It's like brother was singing tonight, you know, just believe. Just believe what he has for you is good. Believe everything. Believe everything the Bible says and disbelieve everything else. Are you with me? So it says, I'm Jesus whom you persecute. It's hard for you to kick. Hard things in life sometimes come because we create our own problems because we don't cooperate with the plan of God versus go with it. Well, you know, I got some counsel for that pastor, and he was telling me some things. Well, you know, I know what I'm doing. Well, did he give you good counsel? You don't think so. But maybe he was giving you good counsel from the heart of God. 
that you needed to die in a certain area to let loose of that so that you could get connected with what God's calling because he does see more than you know. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting down on nobody. I'm just talking shop. So, so Saul, the first thing that happens to Saul, you know what happened to him? He was blind. God put scales over his eyes. Did you ever read that? It's got scales on his eyes. He doesn't eat for three days and three nights. And when you have an encounter with Jesus, food won't even matter. You'll fast. That won't matter to you. You follow me? I mean, it's okay to eat. I mean, God created you to eat. What I'm saying is you could miss a few meals and pray in tongues a little bit. That wouldn't hurt us, would it? So, so he's, he's, he's locked up, and he's got scales over his... Did you ever stop and think about the progression here of which when you have an encounter with God, you might fall, you get branded, and then the next thing happens is you say, Lord, what would you have me to do? You call him Lord because there's some people that know about him as Lord, but they don't call him Lord yet. And then, and then when that happens, you say, what would you have me to do? All of a sudden, God starts shifting your furniture around, and your desires begin to change, and he shifts that all around, all over the place. And then, and then the next thing he does is he takes away your vision. You there? You know what the Message Bible says? It says that Saul was stone blind. You know what God had to do? No, this isn't good King Jimmy or good English. God knocked his headlights out. You know why? Because when you serve God and you want him, he'll take, what you, he'll take your vision away and he's going to put some other vision and he's going to birth it in you, put something in you that's his purpose for your life. I was journeying on professional football. I was journeying there. I was like training and boom, boom, hitting it hard. And God got a hold of me. I was like, something else. See, when God takes vision away, he puts fresh vision in. Do you trust him enough to take his vision and move with it? You with me? I think for three days and three nights, maybe he gave him a a pulse of what Jesus had to go through. Three days and three nights where, where Jesus was blind in hell and Satan had a grip on him and maybe later on in the verses it says he speaks to Ananias to go lay your hands on one Saul that he might receive him sight remember it says that remember the scripture says that and and because he'll suffer many things for my namesake if you're not willing to suffer a little bit as a Christian I don't mean sickness and disease but for the cause you know you there I've been criticized by experts. I just don't care anymore. I just don't care. Because when I get to the other side, what will it matter except that when I walk through those gates and I see him and he says, well done. Right? It's like one, one minister said it this way, you know. You know, like when the power of God comes in, you know, and people fall in the power of God and they roll on the front of the anointing. He said, they're on the grill. So they roll around and Jesus said, well done. <laughs> some, of you, some of you, God had you in the oven, he was cooking you. And working some things in you and some areas of consecration and purification. And some, he's working. You jumped out of the oven too quick and now you're running fancy free and you didn't pass that test. You got to go back. You jumped out a little too soon. 
You didn't stay in the oven long enough for him to cook and do some things and mature you and put some things into you. And you think you're ready for something yet, but, you know, ministry or something just yet, but, but you've got to go back to the oven and let him, you know. You follow me? There's a season and time for everything. Y'all still with me? So he knocks his headlights out. You know, and then so he's stone blind, and then Ananias comes. You know where he sent him? You know where he goes next? God sends him? Ananias says, Go find one Saul, for he's praying, and you go lay your hands on him. And he, see, he sees a man coming to lay hands on him or receive his sight. You know, which, know, know where, where he was, where God sent him? Know what the name of the street was? Straight. He didn't send him down to Crooked Street. He didn't send him down to Compromise Street. He didn't send him down to Lukey Warmo Street. There's a lot of vomit around that street. Did you know that? Some of you got it. Jesus said, you're lukewarm. I'll I'll throw you up out of my mouth. You follow me? You with me? So on Lukewarm Street, there's a lot of vomit on the side of the road. Don't go down there. It stinks. I hear many, Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll serve you. (laughs) Yesteryear, huh? Hello? So, you know, he's he's on straight street. Did you ever stop and think about it, that God's got to straighten some things out before? You know, Paul went to the school of Arabia. Consulted with no men. You got to go to the school of Arabia. You listen to me? He consulted with no man. He was with Jesus. How many years was it? Three years, Pastor? Was it about three years or four years? What was it? School of Arabia. I think it was about three years. See, you see certain people doing things and certain people ministering. They've been to the school of Arabia. Can you find that? You're going to look for it, aren't you? Yeah, Pastor. See, you got to go through the school of Arabia where you're in the desert place for a while and you, like, like David was on the backside of nowhere fighting lions and bears by the anointing and he learned how to work the anointing and a bear grabs one of the sheep. Man, he grabs him by the thing and whacks him. Boom, smacks him in the head with the anointing and he falls. On. He, glory to God, he understands the anointing. starting to work with things, get a handle on things. He's out there tending. He's tending and taking care of business and he's faithful to his post of duty and God's blessing him in promotion. And then one day his dad says, hey boy, go take up, take up the lunch pail up to your bros on, uh, on the front line. Bring up some uh, ma- uh, macaroni and cheese and some uh, camel burgers and, and uh, a few ham and Swiss sandwiches. and Bring them up there, boy, and feed them. And David, who's been out there in the backside of nowhere, well, no one knows his name, but God knew him. And before he leaves, he even sets somebody over the sheep. The guy's so responsible. Some people leave positions and don't worry about it. Some people leave it and they keep people, they put people there and they train them up and they do it right. So David runs up to the front line. I mean, he's fiery, man. I mean, he's got some Holy Ghost on him. He's been, I mean, he's been in the backside of nowhere playing a ukulele, singing, I love you, Jesus, writing songs. I mean, he wrote all them songs, man, writing songs in the spirit, you know, Jesus, you're... 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me into green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, Lord. For thou, he wrote, thou art with me, Lord. Thy word and thy spirit comforts me. Thou hast prepared a table in the presence of my enemies. My cup overfloweth. And he writes all these psalms, and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And who shall ascend into the holy place? The hill of God. He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. And lifteth not up his soul into vain things. And by and he's writing all these songs and fellowshipping with God and playing and running around and singing to Jesus and working at the same time. And that boy's getting his training. And then he then he gets a call. Daddy called him. Are you ready when Daddy calls you? Are you ready when Abba Father calls you to go pray for the sick? You've been praying and laying hands on hamsters and dogs and people and grandma and everybody else and there's someone who's got cancer and you go in there and you get the job done like John Wayne. When daddy calls you to go, his daddy called him. David! Come here, boy. Run the sandwiches up. Your brothers are on the front line. And he come jogging up to the front line. You know, he'd, I mean, he's like excited. He gets to do something new now. He's got some kind of something coming that's new. And he's stirred, man. He'd go do something new because he liked what he was doing. But now this is new because he likes front line stuff. You know, I mean, he said, the Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me in the presence of my enemies. You know, he'll prepare a table. He's, he's saying that song. God, he's going to go to the presence of his enemies. And he gets there and he gets up and he shows up and there's this big battle going on, this big standoff. you got Goliath, he's a refrigerator, Westinghouse, with a head on it, with a sword in his hand, and he's intimidating the armies of Israel. Saul is backslidden in the farthest tent in the back, watching reruns of I Love Lucy. And the Honeymooners. To the moon, Alice. (laughs) Saul's backslidden. He's not walking with God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. He's appointed, but he stopped seeking God. He stopped obeying God. He laid down his armor. He laid down the anointing. He laid down obedience, and he's off on the side, and the devil's whooping up on Israel. Saul, Saul, where are you? Saul, what happened? You know, there's a lot of people that once carried the anointing and they're not after it anymore. They, they're out in bars. There's some people that in a ministry, they're gay and homosexual today. That's right. It laid something down somewhere. I'm not being critical. I'm just talking shop. So he, you know, he shows up. David, I mean, he's fiery, man, he's feisty. Dad told him to go to the front lines. He'd been whooping bears and whooping lions and smacking them with the anointing. And he's been winning battles out nowhere and nobody knows his name. And he gets called up and suddenly he gets launched to the forefront and he's standing in the forefront in the middle of battle. You're talking about a man who's consecrated. Who got promoted. Are you there? And he stands and, and he hears all this 
back talk, like all this jibber and jabber and smart mouth from the enemy, and he's starting to get a little bit fused. His fuse is starting to burn. It's like, what in the world's with it? What's wrong with you guys? What, what happened? You guys are all sitting around. What are you guys doing? What are you, how long can you eat pizza? What are you guys doing? Come on, snap out of it. What's, going, what's the problem? I can imagine him saying things like, what happened to you guys? What, stand up or do something or do something. What's going on? He stirred. He understood his covenant with God and he understood the power of God. Said, uh, he said, well, ah, and he hears that intimidation and intimidation, and nobody will fight him. And David says, I'll fight him. Yeah. Will there come a time when all that intimidation the devil's throwing at you, you'll stand up and say, I'll fight him? Mm-hmm. The harassing voice of the enemy. And so David checks in with Saul and says, uh, sir, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go out there and fight that guy. Not a problem. Be my honor, sir. He said, I'll have, this, I'll have this turkey's head, man. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. So the Lord was with me over there in lions and bears. This guy's nothing different. That's right. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armors of God? Right. Give me this boy. Yeah. And so Saul tries to put on his armor. Did you ever notice that if you're running with God, there'll be, those that, there'll be some that once served God and they'll try to make you do church and do God the way they want you to do it and put on their backslidden armor and their smoke screens and water down the gospel and do their seeker-friendly ooby boobies and all this goofy stuff out there. They want you to do it that way. No, 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 no. We do it God's way. We do it the way of Jesus. We do it God's way. It's the word and it's the anointing. and We do it God's way. We don't back up for nothing. We, we, we don't do it. How are you going to take Saul out with smoke screens and projectors? Come on. How are you going to take out Goliath? That's what I meant to say. You follow me? Yes. Devil will laugh at you. Come on. You ain't packing nothing. Follow me? You ought to be packing. I know that ain't good King Jimmy. You ought to be packing. You ought to be carrying God. You ought to run deep with Jesus. You can, any minute you can pull a trigger and smack the devil silly. Someone needs healing, you're packing. Boom. You follow me? Any case, you know the story. He runs out, takes Goliath's head off. But first, you got to remember what he did was he took the stones out of the brook, which I've taught on before, which is really the fivefold ministry gifts in the brook. See, so there's preparation once again, and I'm here again on this again. I think I was here before with you all. But... David reached into the fivefold ministry. He took five smooth stones that were under the anointing that were in the brook, and that's the type and shadow. Jesus is a type and shadow of David that reaches into the brook and takes fivefold ministry gifts and loads them in and launches them at Goliath. Under the anointing, in the brook. That's where the anointing, that's where the ministry gifts belong. Under the brook, under the anointing, in the water. So God can launch you and you've got something on you and you're smoothed off and he not, you know, rocks that are crooked and bricks are all got edges. But when you're under the anointing, he takes all the edges off and you become like something he can launch. Great. Y'all with me? Yes. So in any case, David takes it out, launches the stone, the anointing gets on it. He runs at Goliath. The gift of faith is on him. He runs at a refrigerator and takes his own sword and swipes it off and takes his head off. Yes. Glory. 
Then he gets the king's daughter. That's pretty good. Gets some spoils. You know, there's rewards. I said, there's rewards. How do you know you serve God? He'll bump you up to first class when you're traveling. He'll give you a raise on your job. He'll reward you. There's reward. Listen, there's rewards. It pays to serve him. Payday may not come every week, but it will come and God will reward you and the blessings will flow and the finances will flow and the provision will flow and the healing power of God will flow and increase will come and you'll be moving with God in confidence and boldness. I'll take the rewards, thank you. Yes. You with me? Yes, sir. So, in any case. So, Saul, you know the story there. Saul goes to Straight Street. If you're not willing to allow him to straighten you out, because he said he'll make the crooked path straight. And these things he'll do and not forsake you. If there's something crooked in your life, let him straighten it out. Go to straight street, be honest. Say, God, I'm busted. I give it up. It's yours. Straighten me out. Tell me what to do. I'll just change it. Just show me. Show me in the word. I'll prayer, grace of God, anointing on me. Change me. Change my wrong attitude. Change my attitude. Change. Um, I'm having a problem with lust. Or I'm a problem with this or whatever it is. Change it. Burn it out of me. Change me on straight street. You there? Amen? Amen. And of course, you know, they're still talking about the Apostle Paul today for his consecration and dedication. Wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Are you there? So, the encounter, the encounter's got to be real, and you've got to want it. And you've got to want to allow him to straighten and change because your life means something and God's planning something for you and he wants you and he wants to mold you and take you and move you someplace that's better than you could even imagine. Amen? So then how do you get into this place where you begin to find the will of God and plan it and pull and grasp it? It's called prayer. I mean, there's a lot of things that come, you know what I mean? Go to church, read your Bible. Feed on the word. Let's submit to a pastor. Get committed to the local church. Sit under the anointing. Make right friendships. Break off. There's a lot of variables. You know, those are the pastors will teach you all that. And I could teach you too if we could have another session. But the point is, what I'm trying to say is, how do you get a hold of what's in his heart into your heart and begin to process it, develop it, reach? Because every, every person that's, that God gets a hold of their heart, he begins to birth things into you. It's called the will of God. And I want the will of God more than anything. Are you there? That's all I live for, the will of God. Are you there? So, so um, D.L. Moody said, there is no move of God, every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. And so we talk about moves of God and the Spirit of God, and that's we believe for those and we hunger for that. But there's a move of God within the heart of man that comes out of a place of prayer that you suddenly are like 
like a magnet, are drawn into the realm of God, into the spirit realm, through prayer, that you suddenly begin to identify with everything. You start hearing his voice. You start identifying. God starts giving you numerous snapshots and, and begins to show you his will and begins to make things real to you. And you're like, oh, wow. Lord, you really want to do that with me? And he begins to talk to you. And, and Jesus spoke a parable that men ought always to pray and faint not. And Colossians 4, 2, he said, devote yourself to the arena of prayer. Are you listening to me? And, and, and Ephesians six eighteen says, praying always with all manner of prayer and supplication in the spirit. Are you there? And there's this issue of how do we get what he has in his heart, begin to get birthed in our heart so that we understand that he's got something greater for us on the, on the architectural table of God's heart for us that we can get a hold of and begin to execute so that you just don't be a Christian, stay on the surface and just go through the motions of just being, and the devil can just kind of get you to this place where you don't, okay, he'll back off in certain areas, and when, but, but you miss tapping into the creativity of God and the will of God and the great potential of God. And, and your life becomes common. He did not make you to be common. He created you to do extraordinary things. He's created you fabulous. He's equipped you. He's anointed you. He's calling you. He said, I know the plans I have for your life, saith the Lord of hosts, not plans for calamity or for evil, but a future and a hope and an expected end. And you can journey with God into the will of God. You can journey into the plan of God. And life can actually be exciting. And He'll define to you and He'll tell you and show you and reveal. I read, you know, God brought me to Isaiah 66 and verse 8. It said, haven't you heard? I mean, don't you see? Can a, can a nation be brought forth in a day? Can the earth be birthed into motion in one day? The answer is obviously no. Now listen to what he says. Listen to this. Until Zion, you know what Zion is? Always a type and shadow of the church. Until Zion travails, she brought forth no fruit or no child. Are you listening to me? All right, stay with me. When you think about travail, a lot of times we talk about that, you know, but we think of bringing forth children. Women get pregnant. They carry a child for nine months, the seed's planted, the baby grows, end of there, ladies, right? Bam. It's not that easy. I've watched, I've watched four childs, childs, children of ours, I watched them be born, come out of the womb, I cut the umbilical cord. Listen to me. I watched something come from the inside out to come into the world with purpose. Are you listening to me? The Lord spoke to me. He said, there's many people that their life is birthed in carnality and the natural, and it's not birthed out of me, and they live in Ishmael versus Isaac, and they live their entire life to their own will, unconsecrated to the plan of God, and their life is unfruitful to what I would plan for them, but if they would only do it my way. So we talk about the earth being birthed and a nation being birthed or a city being birthed. You know, you have to pray for your city and 
to the equal amount that you press in the natural, you have to press in the spirit. There has to be a balance. Are you there? And we talk about people being born again. You remember Paul said in Galatians 4, 19, he said, My little children whom I groan and travail again till Christ be formed in you. He said, I, here, let me paraphrase. I prayed for your salvation and now I'm praying something gets birthed in you from the word. Are you there? So we talk about prayer and the necessity of prayer and how prayer changes things. And I don't have time to teach on the subject. It's, it's so grand. It's, it's mammoth. But just stick with me for a minute. Think about it. There must be prayer in this city for people to be born again. It has to take place behind the scenes. If there's no prayer, there's no power. No change. No prayer. No move the forces of darkness. You're moved by them. They control you. Prayer pushes the forces of darkness, the anointing. Kicks the devil in the pants. It moves forces back. It casts devils out. It lays hands. It brings the anointing. It brings a dimension of God that we're called to do. Listen to me. When Jesus said, go ye into all the world to the disciples after he upbraided them and rebuked them for hardness of heart and unbelief, he said, the first thing he said, you'll lay hands. No, he said, you'll cast out devils. The second thing he said, he said, you'll pray with other tongues. Why? He said, I'm going to give you dominion, but now I'm going to give you a vehicle to get into the spirit realm to carry some anointing and pray some things out so you can tap in and know what I'm calling you to do and you can carry me. Are you with me? I've walked, now listen, in the areas of Across the board prayer. Well, let me take it home. What about your own life? You with me? What about that seed that God planted, his destiny that lays in a, a conceptual form on the inside of you, and it lays there dormant on the inside of you? Some, we're all, you know, don't misunderstand me. Everybody's in their flow and everything. And, but what about just perhaps tonight that that seed is in you and God's birthed something in you? You will, listen. The, the, the only way it's going to come forth is through prayer. Amen. Amen. So good. So good. You with me? See, the plant, a, a, child, a birth, a plan, it's seed. It's in you. You know, a natural child in nine months, it'll come out. A spiritual child will not come out unless you pray. Because a natural child will, arms will come and teeth and the heart beats in 18 weeks and the child's, you know, and, and, and you know what I'm talking about, ladies? But a spiritual plan and a spiritual, I would say child, I'm talking about something that's birthed of God, the will of God, like something gets birthed into the world that's the will of God and it's a life-forming thing that takes you somewhere. I'm talking about the plan of God. Are you with me? The way you get that child to come out. And you pray. And you say, Lord, show me what to do. You've birthed this in me. You've dropped things in me. The next season of ministry. Show me, Lord. And you begin to birth. You begin to labor in prayer before the Father at his feet. And you talk. And you say, not my will, Lord. 
but yours be done. Lord, who art thou? What would you have me to do? What's the next step? Show me. Oh, so monjo, and you pray, and you pray, and you pray, and you travail like a woman giving birth to the will of God for your life, and you get in there, and you pray, and you pray. Say, how long do I, how long do I pray? Till you hear. And you pray, and you pray, and God begins to birth a new... Dr. Young, he chose to the, the language of the Holy Spirit is dreams and visions. So I dare you to get alone with God and pray in tongues for hours, behind the scenes, alone. Get your Starbucks coffee, put your headset on, and pray. Robo, sororo, monkizo, zonjoro, manzi. Oh, yeah, Lord, I'll do that. Asian on Joe's. And then all of a sudden, something gets birthed in here. Something's, something's, it's down there. It's got to give, there's a season. That child's got to come out, but it won't come out unless you pray and get the plan. Get your pad of paper and write it down. You're praying and are in the middle of praying. God says, you're going to do this. And you go, oh, my God, are you serious, I can't do that myself. Lord says, yeah, that's great because I want you to trust me, but you'll do it. And you write it down on paper and you say, I want to do this. This is what God's, this is being birthed out of your spirit. Hallelujah. The spiritual birth canal until Zion, the church, travailed and prayed and sought his face and got alone and prayed in tongues and got alone and birthed those things out of their heart. They bring forth nothing. That's a waste of life. That's what I was talking about earlier. Are you with me? I'm not trying to create some heaviness on you or some weird stuff on you because 99% of the people, God doesn't tell you to you know, be in the ministry or do this. They don't have, just, just, just go love people and change the world. Right, 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 right. You with me? Yes. We're stuck with the heavy assignment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you with me? So when you get in there, something begins to take form. And it begins to grow on the inside of you. And you pray, and you pray. And all of a sudden, something starts growing on the inside of you. It begins to define itself. And you pray, and you pray, and you pray like David on the backside of nowhere. And it gives birth, and it gets launched into something you never thought you'd be doing. You say, oh, my God. Are you there? Now, the Lord brought to me, and you were singing it out. You were singing some stuff out when I walked in. He said, do you remember Abraham? God said, I'll make you a father of many nations. Remember that? And then he couldn't have a child right away. Remember that? Right? Because you have a child when God gives you that child. His timing. You with me? And so, what happened? What was, what did uh, Sarai, what did she do? Sarah, what did she do? They tried an alternative route. Let's go get Hagar. And, you know, honey, let's have a child through Hagar. Okay. You know the story, right? Ishmael comes out. Listen, the Lord spoke to me. He said, that was birthed, something was birthed out of my will.
said, there was a child and life was brought forth and a purpose was brought forth, but it didn't, it's not my will. And God even said he would bless Ishmael for Abraham's sake. So he'll do his best to bless something. But then, I mean, that's the whole Islamic world. But then there was conception. He was 99 years old, man. She's 90. When's the last time you've seen a 90-year-old lady get pregnant? Because God wants it to be supernatural. He wants the purpose and plan that's birthed in you to be supernatural, that it bumfuzzles the world. Yes. It's not in man's pace and man's tempo. It's always supernatural. It's something that belongs to another realm, and it comes in you, and it's birthed in you. And it's not orthodox. So no one can get credit for it except him. So, so, so he, he's 99. I mean, I don't, don't misunderstand me. My brain works weird, but there's no Viagra at 99. <laughs> I may have lost a few of you. I'm sorry. When you're old, you're old. That's a miracle in itself. We won't stick around there too long. 90 years old. And yet, something's conceived. Supernatural conception. And it brings forth a lineage. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That runs all the way through. The lineage... All the way through to Jesus. Jesus. The plan of God. Are you with me? Something birthed out of the supernatural. God wants to birth things in you. Listen to me. It's in there. You say, what am I supposed to do? It's in there. He said, where is it? It's in your belly. He said, where is it? It's in your belly. Get it out of your brain. It's in your belly. Listen to me. Sarai and Abraham. Abraham didn't argue, you know. Listen to me. That was in their head. That was their plan. That was Ishmael. Are you there? God's plan is in your belly. It's down here. Say, why is that? Because that's the throne of your recreated spirit, and that's the central intelligence, the CIA center of God. Everything you want to know is down here, not up here. You can renew this up here, but everything He's going to speak that will bring forth. Supernatural will come out of here. With me? I proved it out. And there's something about praying in tongues that will birth things up on the inside. Out of your belly will flow rivers. Rivers of living water. A dimension of the supernatural. I have a a whole sermon called Tongues, a Doorway into the Supernatural. Praying in tongues will pull you into the miraculous like a magnet. 
You show me a man or woman who prays in tongues and I'll show you a man and woman who carries God and is doing the will of God. Are you with me? There's things that have to be birthed. And it's going to come out of here, out of your belly. Be there. So it's no wonder the devil fights tongues so much. Because tongues taps you into the supernatural realm of the birthing of the will of God for your life. And it comes up out of here. And he says, blessed be God. I get over in that place of prayer. And you just pray it up. And God says, thank you for taking some time so I can burst some of this stuff. I've been trying to get a hold of you for a while. But you've been running a little bit too much in the natural. And I need you to get alone so you could pray just a little bit so I could burst some things and tell you just a little bit more. there and so now the great apostle Paul who was marked on the road to Damascus who said Lord who art thou and God knocked his lights out and God gave him vision and took him to straight street and he suffered great things for God's namesake he is the same apostle Paul that said I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all there. He said, forbid not to speak in tongues. He said that with a little edge on him. He said, don't, don't, do not, do not forbid that. That is a doorway into birthing. That is the doorway into the power. That's a doorway in where you can pack and carry God. He said, don't you forbid that. Isaiah saw it. He said, with stammering lips and another tongue, I'll speak through my people in that day, and this shall be the refreshing that I speak. Man, you speak in tongues, you're going to get lit up, man. You're going to get charged. You're going to get so jacked up. I mean, that's not good King Jimmy. But he that speaketh in an own tongue edifies himself. The Bible says electrifies, charges himself. Get charged up. Some of your batteries are low. You've got to get recharged, refocused, tank up. Connect yourself into the realm of God. You pray in tongues, you're going to get... Listen, when you pray in tongues, when you pray in tongues, illumination comes out of the spirit realm. When you pray in tongues, illumination comes from the word. When you pray in tongues, the light comes on. You begin to see and you begin to go on a new mature, a spirit tour. And you pray in tongues and you're not sure what to do and you get along with God and you pray for an hour and, you say, and all of a sudden you're praying about an answer and all of a sudden... Like like a camera, like on a like on a thirty five millimeter. I saw it. I know what to do. And you get a part of the puzzle because we know in part and we prophesy in part. And you get another puzzle and you get a little guy. And he adds that too. And he adds another thing. And he tells you this. This is what I want you to call this guy. I want you to do that. I want you to go here. I want you to get this. I want you to do that. Yeah, I want you to sow this seed there. I want you to do this. I want you to help this person. And you get all these pneuma, pneuma spirit down in your belly directions. And you start seeing things from his eyes. And you get consumed with him. And it's like, oh. Are you there? It's got to be birthed. The next level for you has got to be birthed. The move of God's got to be birthed. There's no move of God without prayer. There's no move of God in your heart without prayer and faith and obedience. So 
Could it be perhaps that God's planning something very good for all of us? And yet it's waiting on us to be birthed? I mean, the next Billy Graham could be in here tonight, this very service. The next Mother Teresa could be in this room tonight that would open orphanages all over the world. I believe. Are you aware? Do you really know what he's thinking about you yet? I mean, do you really know what's in the cookie jar? Come on, man. I dare you to get over there and press a little bit and kind of push into that realm and get past the veil and push in and journey in and have God brand you and talk to you and speak to you and impart to you and birth things in you and you just, you won't know what to do with yourself. Are you there? So his heart calls you. His heart calls all of us. He calls us to participate in the spirit realm. I don't mean fruity, flaky, and nutty. We're, Some people are like, no. I'm talking about fellowshipping in the spirit. Staying in the word. Be stable. Stable Christians that know the word, that are trained and understand faith and how faith works and they know the word. They walk by faith and not by sight and they filter everything through the word and they're stable and they, they march to the to the, to the to the substance of God, the faith of God, and they obey the word, and the word governs the way they talk and think and act, and the words they're good, but then they go a little farther. They just, they just, just begin to press. Just press. Start pressing in that place. You, listen, when you press in that place, everything that's not of God will fall off. Every, every single idea that you have that is not of him, that is Ishmael trying to be birthed, will fall to the ground. Everything that is Isaac will rise up on the inside and say, this is the way, walk ye in it. Are you there? Are you with me? So there's some things that God's got in store for all of us in the cookie jar. Hey, in the cookie jar. I said, there's some things in the cookie jar. Ooh, there's some things in the heart of God for you. He said, I alone know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord of hosts. Get alone with I alone. It is Yahweh who speaks. It is Yahweh who speaks. He is speaking what eye cannot see, what ear cannot hear, all that has entered the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those whom he loves. And he reveals those things to you by his spirit. So what your natural eye can't grasp, what your natural ear can't grasp, your spirit man, your spiritual eye can grab hold of in the pneuma realm. Are you there? And things that aren't of God will go away, and things that are of God will grow. And that child, that birthing of that vision and that plan over your life will, it will come out. It will get out of the womb and it will, it will live. And it will take legs. And it will grow. And it will mature. And it will run. And it will, it will run. It will carry a torch to its generation. Birth it. Are you there? There's stuff everyone's got an assignment to do. I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. You don't want to do what I do. I don't want to do what you do. 
get in your lane and birth it. I mean, if you've got to get alone with God and just, I mean, just like you're in, you're in labor, just, oh, God! You know what I'm talking about, ladies? Give me the epidural, man! Give me the epidural! You know why you need the epidural? You need to shoot it right here. So you numb your brain so you can hear from God. You know what's amazing? You start praying and you, you'll find out the plans in there. And then you could do a spiritual ultrasound. You start looking in. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. And you'll see and you'll start. Oh, it's coming. You start telling me, oh, what kind of child do you have? Round a girl. You start talking about your spiritual vision. Say, what's God telling you? Oh, this is what's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's on the way. Because how be it when he, the spirit of truth, come in. I'll speak on his own behalf. But that was yours. You should speak and show you things. So you have a spiritual ultrasound. You start seeing the plan. You start talking the plan. You start, this is what's coming. It's coming into the world. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming out of me. It's coming. People say, well, I don't see that. You don't see with the eyes I see. You don't see through the lenses that I have. You don't see through the ultrasound that I see. It's coming. Let's go get some baby furniture. Let's, whew, let's go buy an office building. Let's go get a church building. Let's go get, it's coming. It's on the way. It's coming. Oh, oh, God's going to use me in worship. I got to go buy it. Oh, it's coming. The keyboard is coming. The, the worship. Oh, it's coming. I'm going to pastor one day. I'm going to go overseas and missions. I saw it. I saw it in the ultrasound. I'm going. I'm going to fly all over the world for Jesus. You start preparing. Because what you see, you prepare for. And what you're birthing, you prepare for. Then you start writing cards out to people and sending them and have a... Sh- and then, and then you can, and if you say, let's say you're going to have a church, well, just have a shower and send out requests. We need a, we need an, we need, we need a new sound system and for the shower and, and, and you know, we need to do church van and for the shower and, and there's a shower about to take place and everyone gets together to watch the baby come into the world. You dress it and you talk and it grows and the plan of God grows and it 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 grows. And then guess what? Then you get pregnant with something else. Oh my God, there's more. Oh, pfft, another child. Another spiritual child has just come forth. Oh my God, another part of the plan, another part of the vision. Oh my God, don't give me any more, please. No more. And once you birth that child in this phase of ministry, you birth another child in another phase of ministry, and you birth another child. Before you know it, you got spiritual sons. You're birthing all over the world, and you're birthing and birthing and birthing. Man, you just, you're, not, you're a baby machine, man. Praise God. Whatever he tells you to do, you birth it. And just because it's down in there doesn't mean it's going to come out. It may be aborted. Because you didn't, you didn't birth it. You didn't nurture it. You stand before Jesus and said, I, I was trying to do, get you to do something. What would you, you do with that? Well, Lord, I was afraid and hid my talents in the earth. No, birth it out. You stand before the Lord and say, Lord, that wasn't easy down there. i got to admit. It was challenging at times. And, but I did my best. And he says, good job. Good job. He says, good job. 
I told you to be that janitor at the church, and you did it with all your might. Good job. Enter over here and sit down with the Apostle Paul. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You carried the pastor's jacket for how many years? Forty years. Are you kidding me? Come on in, boy. Good job. Praise God. You led worship, and you praised, and you prayed, and you did, and you were faithful, and you showed up, you know, early, and you prayed in tongues before you got to the podium, and you did. Good job. You were a greeter at the door? God, good job, son. I told you you could do it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever the assignment, assignment. birth it. Until Zion travailed. That's you and I. I got things I got to birth out. I got things stuck in the canal right about now. Are you with me? What you got stuck in the canal? Are you there? Your head will fight you every way. You can't do it. It can't be done. The devil will say, you can't do it. Goliath, you can't be done. How are you going to do it? How's it going to happen? Epidural right here. <laughs> you got to epidural your brain because God's brain is bigger. You got to epidural it. That's why when you pray in an unknown tongue, his Bible says your spirit prays, but your mind's unfruitful because God doesn't consult with your brain. He consults with your spirit. So just epidural it with faith. Shoot it up with substance. Because faith is a substance. So be a substance abuser on your brain. And shoot it up with faith. And just go. Your brain starts going to it. And you go, no, no, back over here. The word, and you'll. And then you get happy in the spirit. Come to church and you're drunk in the spirit. And you're under the epidural. You're on the floor and rolling around and birthing out the will of God. Hey, glory to God. Hey, what are you doing? I don't know, but I'm birthing something out, baby. Hey, man, you've changed. Yeah, I'm pregnant, brother. I'm a man and I'm pregnant and I'm birthing out something from heaven. It's another realm. It's supernatural. It's not a, it's, it's an Isaac thing. I mean, it's a supernatural. It's a 99-year-old thing. Hallelujah. Birth it. Get up on the table and birth it. You there? It might hurt a little bit. Birth it. Amen. I can't birth it for you. You got to birth it for you. I can pick up on what God wants to birth in you, but you got to birth it. Go down there, Bertha. Hey! Birth it out. The only way to get the baby out is through praying in tongues. I'll tell you right now, you got to get that baby out through praying in tongues. You with me? There ain't no other way to birth it out except praying in tongues. It is in the belly of the spirit realm that you will birth your baby. And tongues will cause the baby to grow. It will nurture it. Faith will be a good supply of food to, to nurture the, the plan of God. And, and you'll pray. So how long do you do it? You just go there and you pray. And you get alone. You lock up with Jesus and you pray. And then you start enjoying Christianity for the first time, actually. Yeah. You start getting jacked and get downloaded on. Like when I first walked in here, I was so hammered, you know. You just get hammered. 
You know what I mean by that? That's not a good King Jimmy word. I'm sorry. But I mean, you just, you just get download. God will download. You go in his presence. He'll download. And you're like, hey. You know, and you'll do it. Because God will get you all buzzed and lightheaded while you're doing it. It's like an antidote. It's called joy. And it's the joy of gladness. And the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy. And you'll get drunk in the spirit and... You'll sing in the spirit and you'll laugh in the spirit and you'll be drunk and you'll birth. Are you there? They should call this family church. The first church of Bertha's. <laughs> hey, I'm going down to admit me like a new outreach, you know, yeah. in the city. Bertha Cafe. <laughs> Youth group, on fire, Berthas. Say, what in the world? Now listen to me. The world is waiting for you to birth your dream. Because the Bible says the sons of the world are on their tippy toes. The, the children of the world are on their tippy toes. One translation says, looking for the sons of glory to be revealed. And what are they looking for? See real Jesus. See real stuff. So when you show up and you have the word in season and you speak and you carry God, it's like, there's a God and he loves me. He must love me. And then you tell your journey to him. You say, my journey. This is my journey. Are you with me? All right. I I talked too long. Glory to God. Lift your hands and just thank him. I'm just wetting a whistle, man. I lead you to water, can't make you drink. You've got you to say, whoa, man, I'm, I'm heading down to the trough. I, I'm going down to the hospital. I'm going to get one of them maternity dresses and start praying it out, man. You there? You've got to birth it. Missions, you've got to birth it, man. You've got to get into another apartment, you've got to birth it in prayer. You want to get married to the right person, you've got to birth it in prayer. You there? I mean, I had more hits uh, for, to get married than a, than a mafia hitman. I had to hear, I had to birth it out of the spirit, you know? You there? You got to birth it out. You, you, whatever it is, you got to birth it out. And while you're birthing, if something comes to counterfeit, the Holy Spirit will say, no, no, that ain't it. No. And you'll know down here. Amen? Lift your hands. Glory to God. Father, we worship you. We thank you, Father. We haven't arrived. None of us have, but you certainly are. And we can hook up with you, a father. What is man that thou art mindful of? You have created man with incredible purpose, with design. Our thoughts are not your thoughts. Our ways are not your ways. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are our thoughts and ways above. Thank you, Father. It is asking, it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. It is for you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. You can know, 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 you can know. Father, we worship you. We worship you. Phases of ministry. Show us things to come, Father. Lord, there's things we all got to get done. Maybe some of you have been at the doorway for something, you know it. You know, you got to do it. Ministry, you know, 
You know, Pastor Rita down there and Warren, you got to birth it more in prayer. You know what I mean? You're doing an awesome job, phenomenal job. It's got to be birthed out yet even more, you know? I know you're pregnant. I know you're doing it. There's more to birth out. Father, we worship you. Lord, I don't know what to do right now, but you do. We worship you. Come on, lift your hands. You must participate in the realm of the Spirit. If you don't, you could possibly go through your entire life and be Hagar's offspring. Living a life of futility and survival and just getting by. Birthed in the flesh and the man's will. No, 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 no. He says, come over here. Come into this place and I'll meet you there and help you and even show you how to do it. He'll show you how to do it. He'll teach you. The Holy Spirit will instruct you. He'll give you lessons on your own. You'll go there and say, well, I don't know how to do it. Just go do it. He'll show you. He'll meet and show you and start teaching you. There's no other way than just we can be taught by leaders and taught things by the word. We need the word. But just go do it. You have to. Nike says, just go do it. You have to do it. So we worship you, Father. We glorify you. We thank you.
lift your hands and just worship him. Lift your hands, just worship him. There's more. There's more. season of great blessing such blessing will overtake you and your obedience lift your hands just worship him lift come here lift your hands and worship him yeah God sees more in you than you see he sees more in you than you see. Lift your hands and worship him. Lift your hands and worship him. Zonda pranda hi cortunzi grande manjisi zaponja sandu sito fonda shita kanzi. Just pray in the spirit gently right where you're at. Connecting. Pastor Rita, come here. Zonda said, What's going on? Impartations. Downloads. Really, you're doing good. I hear the Lord say, "Good job. You're doing good." Mm. Assignments will come more. Lift your hands and worship Him. Sonda fronda brute sita. Worship Him. Zonda frinda bronda branda sita sold. Send. You know, God's got something for you. You know that. Lift your hands and worship them. Sange of Horde, Bains of Dees, Deser, Mazuti, Fatigamasi, John Tanser, Pacandi, Zizan of God's Chard and Charter New Course, and for you, Age of Tear and Craze, Reasons you're prone to faith, Fotodosh, Tikiravanj, Jadon, Dereshitafroten. It's over near. It's oh, you're so near to it, really near to some new things. Uh, evidence will be a, it will be evident to all. Engines, oh card, it, it's you work so hard. He sees your heart. Yep, yep. Desun torjis sidi vidi do dumbo chikas nondi injero. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, you see it. Ooh, see her. Come up. Yeah, come on up. Come on up. Seeing and knowing and revelation. Functioning. Revelation of the plan, the purpose of God. Birthing new things. Oh, more to do. So much more to do. Wow. Other cities expanding, planting, and you'll go to other cities. <laughs> uh-huh. And you'll speak. Yeah, you know, you know what, it, what he's saying to you. There's books into you to write. There's revelation gifts to function in. There's power of gifts to function through you. Revelation gifts. Raise, raise up. You're going to raise up another generation. When it's all said and done, there'll be pockets of men and women of God all over the place when it's all said and done. Yep, 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 yep. 
Yeah. Lift your hands and worship him. Lift your hands and worship him. Get all the young people up. Quickly. Quickly. Are you all still with us? Bring Pastor Michael here again. <sighs> Lift your hands. Worship. Worship. Lift your hands. Birth it in him. Birth it in him. Birth it in him. Fire. Birth new things. Birth it in him. Fire. Birth it in him. Fire. Carrier of God. Fire. Burn it in him. Fire. Mark him. Birth it in him. Fire. 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 Lift your hands and worship them. Don't rush any of these kids up. Don't even go near them. Same standard. So what's going on? They're going to get marked a little more. Let's worship them. Fire, birth it into her. Three generations, sons and daughters prophesy. Young men see visions, old men dream dreams. God's a generational thinker. He wants to mark generations with his power. I don't think you got enough gunpowder. Father Filler, marker. Come here, honey. Don't leave. Lift your hands and worship them. Come here. Bring your whole family up. All of you. Kirk, too. There's another dimension. You're doing good. There's another dimension for this entire family. The whole family, there's another dimension of God. Fire. Lift your hands up, honey. Fruta pranda bruta Lift your hands and worship him. Lift your hands and worship him. Vruda banza zukachti ukstevendi shonda brandi evradishti difididi. Fire! Bring her out here. Come here, honey. Come here. Zoo, the beast, the friend, the prost, the conjure, the east, the moon, the vanzo, zone, the vinge. Rest, 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 rest. Kirk, you're not done. Pick, pick him up. 
comes even more vision for you to do. Lift your hands and thank Him. 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 Vrutan, brutanda, brutande, brutande, frute, manjande, vrdushte, kinsendo, esta, fradanze, vrdishte, kishta, brutande. Lift your hands and worship Him. Fronta, bradande, brutunde, abrapana. Sumta, frapana. Come here, Ryan. Ryan, you got to do it God's way. He's got plans for you, Ryan. Fire. Come here, man of God. Come here. Lift your hands and thank him. Lift your hands up. Great. Fire into him in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Come quick. You too. Come. Quick. Come. Come. You come up. Come here. Quickly, lift your hands. Lift your hands and thank Him. Please stay connected, okay? Just stay connected. So what are you doing? I'm just, I'm just following the Holy Spirit in my heart. Fire hand of God's on you. Lift your hands up, honey. Fire. Lift your hands and thank Him. I hear this in my spirit. There's a release of finances coming to the body of Christ, those that have been sowing and been faithful. It's coming. Increase is coming. It is on the way. And the provision is coming. And God is going to see to it that it gets in your hands because you're a tither and you're a sower and you give. All right? Now you just hear what the Lord's saying quickly. Come here, baby. Come here, honey. Come here. Chelsea, come back up. Pastor Rita, you're not done. Birth it out. Sotahima, Shotona, Mangini, Vradonze, Vradanze. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Lift your hands and thank Him. Lift your hands and thank Him. Lift your hands and just thank you. Lift your hands and just thank you. Brad, you and your wife, come up quick. 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 You say, what's going on? Impartations. Imparting the life and nature of God. Zoe flows in. You say, what is that? Those are markings. Those are earmarks and markings. Markings and earmarks. Lift your hands and thank Him. There's a timing for everything under the sun. 
There's a time and season for everything under the sun. Come here. Let me do it. I'll show you what to do. I'll bring it to pass. Find out from me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come on out, sister. Come on out, honey. Lift your hands up. Changes. Change is coming. Change. Change, 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 change. Fire. In the name of Jesus. Just worship him. Get all the ladies up. I don't know. I just Lord said, call the women up quickly. That's what he said. Put them up quickly. Um, quickly. That's just what the Lord said. Bring the ladies up. I don't know. He just, that's what he just said in my spirit. So I wish I had my wife here. Quickly. Is there any other ambassadors here that could help me? How about your, your wife? Could she help me? Would that be all right? In fact, Pastor Tim, you and your wife come. Come with me. That'll be good. That makes sense. Okay, quick. Quickly. Ladies, lift your hands. Lift your hands. Where's your wife? Where is she? Is she under the power of God somewhere? Okay, you guys come with me and follow me, and we'll work together as a team. Ushers follow. Lord just said, call the ladies up. That's what he said. So put your hand on their spirit, and we'll do it together. Fire. Fire. Okay, that's a good way to do it. Fire. Okay, ushers stay frosty. Fire. 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 So, oh, 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 Supre, Namanziro, Ramonde. Where is, where is Rita? Where is she? Is she on the floor? Okay, forget it. Lift your hands and worship him. Worship him. Give me a song of worship up there, the first song. I need somebody who can help me, a woman that has compassion, like all over. Come here, come. Come. Just a couple of you, just pray right here. Pray right here. You keep coming, you have to keep coming. I know compassion is pulling you. Okay. Fire. Fire. Fire, 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 ushers, fire, fire more, fire, 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 okay, fire, ushers, fire. Yep. Fire. 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 Okay, let's keep going now. Y'all stay with me. Don't rush them up. Let them stand under it. Don't touch anybody on the floor unless they want to get up. You know, we just pray. We'll just pray. Just follow the Lord. Go ahead. Fire. Might as well get used to flowing on the power of God like this. Greater measure, you might as well get used to it. Fire. 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 Okay. Where's the next road? Can you line them in the back? Whatever you can do, find a place for them. Line them. Just line them in the back. Let's be creative. Don't rush anybody up. Those that are up here, you can bring... Can you go to the... Um, 
off this CD, off, off this song, the next song, go to the final one, the last one on the CD, okay? Come on, wherever the ladies are, line them up. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's the song. Don't rush anybody up. Because there'll be things on the floor, people, God will be speaking to people on the floor, like birthing things, things will be... Okay. Where's the next one? Come here, bring her up here. Come here, honey. No more depression, baby. I loose that off of you now in Jesus' mighty name. Okay. Quickly, come here, sweetheart. Come here, baby. You've been working hard, you know. The Lord said, refreshing this night. Fire into her in Jesus' name. Quickly, come on down here. We'll come there. We'll come there. Spread them out. Come, y'all, come on down. Fire. Yep. Okay, you all keep going. Right. Fire. I've been in services with, we just lay hands on everybody. It's probably what we're going to end up doing here. It seems like good to me and the Holy Ghost right about now. Quickly. Fire. Okay, ushers. Let's use wisdom. Tiffany, it's not over. You're just getting started, kid. You will go back to Raymond and you'll get her done. Fire. 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 Okay, keep walking down. I've been in church services in Minneapolis. You turn around, there's another line. You turn around, there's another line. Pray for hours for people, just all over the place. Go ahead. Fire. Yep. It's got to be released, that anointing. We've got we to gotta re- we gotta release that. Up. Fire. Fire. Ushers. Fire. Are there more ladies that haven't been prayed for? Come over quickly. Quickly. Fire. Quickly. Fire. Yep. That's, that's how it works. Yep. yep. Stay close, ushers. Yep. We call that baby blessed. Perfect delivery in Jesus' name. Turn, 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 turn. Fire. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> go, go down there in the front. There's more. We got. We got to raise up another generation to flow in the anointing. Come on. Isn't that right, Pastor Michael? Another generation flowing in the power of God. Come on. Fire. Yep, 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 yep. Fire. 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 Yep. Fire. Good. Is there more ladies down here? Don't rush any of them up. Let them stay under it. Come on, don't rush them up. So what's going on? They're getting branded, getting marked. If you're smart, you'll stay down there and listen to your heart. Fire. There's a baby in you. There's something in you to be birthed. Fire. Good. Fire. Hang on a second. Read. No fear, honey, okay? There's more, there's more that God has in store for you than where you're at right now. He's going to bring you into good things. Yeah, you'll read the word. That's what you'll do. Yeah. Bless her, Father. Okay. Fire. Fire. Awesome. Lift your hands and worship them. Don't touch anybody on the floor. Is there any more ladies? Sita fruta. Just put your hand gently on her. She's pregnant. 
Y'all still with us? Different service, totally. Totally different than last night. It's all good. See, God will be speaking to people's hearts. Are there more ladies? Okay. okay. There's more ladies over there. You'll just follow them. Good. Good. Stay down, honey. Enjoy it. He's all over you. You might as well enjoy it. Sip. Finances will come. It'll work out, even the difficulties, you know. I'll work it out if you just walk in love, okay? Got it? Okay. No fear. No, no, no fear. Don't listen to that lie of the enemy. Don't even think on that. It's not going to happen. It'll come back around. You watch. Okay? All right. I know that makes sense to you. Okay, now get all the men out. We're going to pray for all the men. Pastor Michael, you just come with me, all right, bro? Help me. If the, just ladies, stay where you're at. Don't even get up. No, just stay where you're at. Just find a gap. We're, going to pray. We're obviously going to pray for everybody, and we'll see what happens after that. Quickly, line them up. Just line them up there on the men. We're just going to mark a generation. We're going to mark them with the power of God. Just line them up. Do it together. Come on. Fire. Fire. Go this way. Got a few more. Good. Fire. Fire. Yep. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay, now let's be wise now. Stay close to Pastor. Go on, Pastor. Fire. 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 I'm sure just stay frosty. See, I've never been in a service like this. Welcome to church. Paul said, I long to see you that may impart to you some spiritual impartation through the laying on of hands. It's one of the fundamental doctrines in Hebrews chapter 6, the laying on of hands. Are there more? Go ahead, Pastor. Just pull it out. Pull the trigger. Fire. Quickly. Yep. <laughs> Quickly, follow Pastor. Just follow him. Go ahead, Pastor. Good, just go. There's more out there. Just follow. A couple of you guys follow me. Afraid. Don't be afraid of what might happen. Fire. Christ. I just put my, if you notice, I put my hand on their belly. Fire. 
It says right down on their belly. Fire and life flows. Zoe flows out and in. Lift your hands and worship God. Don't rush anybody up. Bring the music up a little bit. Come on. Honey, stay under it over there. You stay under that. He's on you. Bring the music up, bro. Sound man. Thank you, Sam. Play it again, Sam. Freeze. going on here we're just we're just helping people get into that place like a shotgun it's scriptural it's biblical Paul wrote that some well I don't know if Paul wrote it the Hebrews but he wrote it laying on the hands is one of the fundamental doctrines of the church Jesus said, you'll lay hands on the sick, they'll recover. Well, if there's sickness in the body, it'll be imparted. Life will heal people. Why not the Zoe life of God just go and impart to their spirit, man, and light a bonfire on the inside of them? Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Just worship. Yeah, that's good. You know, if you remember, Saul on the road to Damascus fell to the ground. Does anybody remember that in the Word? So I think it's biblical. They came to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. They inquired, they looked for Jesus. He said, I am he. When they mentioned his name, Jesus, they fell over bodily backwards, one translation says. So it is biblical. It is biblical. Sephiroton, go ahead, put your jumper cables on them. Go ahead, man. Say the songs and songs and songs of God. Yeah, he packs a little bit, a little different trigger than I do. I like it. Lift your hand. Hey, glory to God, Pastor. Come here. Impart some things in here. Come on, put your cables on them, bro. <laughs> glory to God. Come on, lift your hands and worship them. This is a happy time. This is a good time. You two come up here. Come here. Don't rush anybody up. Just if you know, Saul fell to the earth and he heard a voice. And I would think tonight that some of you, while you fell to the earth, you might hear some voice on the inside of you. Say, so why aren't we doing it like we did last night? Because it's not last night, it's this night. Lift your hands and thank Him. Come on, just worship. Honey, there's a desire for more of God in you. Yep. Lift your hands and thank Him. Lift your hands and thank Him. Come here, bro. Come here. Come here, friend. Yeah, you. Is that your daughter? Is it? Bring her up here. Power of God's on her. See, if you're not careful, your brain will go tilt like we're supposed to interpret the service the way we did last night or do it and you want to get... No, we do it the way he wants. It's different. Come here, baby, honey. No more depression on you, sweetheart. Break it off. Glad you're here, bro. Fire into him. 
Now, if you're here tonight, you don't speak in tongues. You're not baptized in the Holy Spirit. You want to get filled with the with a evidence of speaking other tongues? Would you quickly stand to your feet? Quickly, quickly. Come on, come, sweetheart, come, baby. Come on, oh, quickly, stand to your feet. You want to get filled with the Holy Ghost? Speak in other tongues. Quickly, evidence of speaking other tongues. You've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues. Come, honey. If it was for one person, it's worth it. So proud of you, sweetheart. Come, honey. Quickly, there's more. There's more. You want to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you. There's more. Quickly, you want to get filled with the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in other tongues. You've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in other tongues. Acts 2 and 4, 1 Corinthians 14, 18, 1 Corinthians 14, 39, 1 Corinthians 14, 2 and 4. You've never spoken in tongues. Acts 10, you've never spoken in other tongues. On the day of Pentecost, when they were fully come, they were one place, one accord, sudden like a rushing mighty wind. God filled the house, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. There's more. There's more of you here that need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Come. Come. Right now. You've never been baptized. You've never spoken other tongues. Maybe you've been taught incorrectly. But Jesus said, in my name, you will speak with another tongue. Quickly. Quickly. Come. It's different tonight. So just come. This is the dimension into the things of God. If you know, want to be filled. Come on, sweetheart. That's it. Come on. I know there's more. Quickly. Quickly. It'd be the easiest thing in the world. It's not a hard thing. Quickly. There's more. Quickly. There's more. Quickly. Come on. You've never spoken other tongues. Quickly. Okay. Thank you, baby. Quickly. Come. Come get filled. Come quickly. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a New Testament thing. It's something Jesus said. It's something the Apostle Paul taught. And it's something that happened on the day of Pentecost. It is a New Testament pattern. It is God. It is the doorway into power. The devil will fight you because he doesn't want you to have it because it's the journey. It's like a magnet. You'll journey in with God. But you can receive that by faith tonight. And when hands are laid on you, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. There's more. There's more. Quickly. Quickly. Come. Quickly. Come. Quickly. There's more. Quickly. Never been filled. Are you speaking other tongues, bro? You are? Is your daughter speaking other tongues? She doesn't. Bring her over here. Come here, sweetheart. You're going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Quickly. Anybody else? Never been filled. You want to get filled with the Holy Ghost. As soon as I lay hands on you, the power of God will come on you. And then you will speak with another tongue. It'll come up right out of your belly. Watch. God will come down with a monk. You already got it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You don't know what to do, your head just said. It doesn't go above your nose. That's why. Because Paul says, when I speak in on a tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind's unfruitful, you see? There you go. Take the anointing. Just 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 take that anointing. Put your hand on her belly and pray with her. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. Go ahead, put your hand on her belt. Honey, you have to speak. God will honor. Go ahead. There it is. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, honey. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Come on. Forget the towels. Put your hand on her belly and lay hands on her. Go ahead, honey. Robon, Sondombo, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Robondo, there you go, come on. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Robondo, Radiste, Caramba, Shorombre. You ready? You excited? You are right. Okay. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Spirit. Robonde, Romondo, Romonde. Put your hands on her. Go ahead, honey. 
Come on. Robonde, Vredishti. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Romono, Vredishti. Come on. You ready, bro? Yeah, go ahead and speak it out. Go ahead. Robondo, Vredishti. Cambrando, Robonza. Be filled. Vredonje, Vredishti. Stay with them. Don't get an unbelief on me. Go ahead, champ. I told you. Be filled. Good, 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 good. Good. You ready to get filled? Are you here to get filled? Are you? That's your boy? Good. You ready, honey, to get filled? You are? Awesome. All right. Father, fill her with the Holy Spirit, with evidence of speaking other tongues, the dimension of God. Let her be filled. Let her speak. Fire of God flow into her. Now just go ahead and receive that by faith. Take the anointing. Take the anointing. Okay. Put your hands on it. Get over there with her and work with her. She's a woman of God. Put your hands on it. Come on, man of God. Let's go. Hey, look at you, you little cutie. That a girl. Come on, sweetheart. You got to speak it out. You ready, bro? You're already there. You ready? You ready? Receive you the Holy Ghost. There it is. Yep. That was easy. <laughs> you ready, honey? You excited? This is a great day for you. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Could you come help? Put your hands on her belly. Go ahead, put your hands on her belly. Pray with her. Go ahead, honey. Close your eyes and just go ahead and receive that by faith. Come on, honey. It doesn't go above your nose. That's the problem. Your brain's on it. Out of your belly will flow. Just close your eyes. Father, fill her with the Spirit. There you go. Yep. There it is. See, the Bible says, with stammering lips, so it'll start to stammer. You just let that flow. Go ahead. Let it flow. I'm so glad you're here, honey. You have such a pure heart for the Lord. Father, fill her with the Holy Spirit according to Acts 2. The day of Pentecost, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues, fire into her in Jesus' name. Go ahead, honey, receive that. Good. There it is. Come on. Come on, sweetheart. There you go. Let it let it rip. Let it flow. Are you speaking? You are? Awesome. Go ahead and keep speaking. You missed half your life. You might as well get caught up a little bit. Hey, look at you, man. Looky here. Awesome. How's she doing down there? Woman of God. Stammering lips, honey. It's there. Just let it flow. Come on, lift your hands. This is called altar ministry, where people get filled with the Holy Spirit. You ready to get filled? You speak. You don't speak in tongues yet? No. <laughs> you don't. Well, if you don't, if you know, you know. But if you don't know, you'll know. Good. Robo sombro dombra danza. That sounds like tongues to me. That sounds like the glossolalia experience. Keep going, honey. You're doing good. 
She's speaking. She's going from her head to her, to her heart. Yeah. Come on, lift your hands. When Paul said, He that speaketh not in an tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Howbeit in the Spirit, he speaketh mysteries. So they're mysteries to your brain, not to his. And the mysteries can be un- unrevealed when you pray and get the interpretation of those things. But when you pray, your mind's unfruitful. Your mind's unfruitful. Your mind wanders and says, I don't understand this. But your spirit man knows, so just yield to God. Quickly, lift your hands. Lift your hands and worship Him. It's a totally different night. Totally different night. Totally different. That a, that a girl would go. I'm really proud of her. I don't even know her name, but I'm proud of her. Look at this guy, man. He's a pro already, Pastor. He's like a PhD prayer. Pastor Tim, do we have a book called Why Tongues around here somewhere or something? Can we get someone to get them and we can hand them to Lift your hands and thank him. Service ain't over. Lower back pain, quickly. Sciatic nerve, ringing in the ears. Your back, you'll get healed. Get over there. Quickly, lower back pain. Quickly, honey, come. Sciatic nerve, irregular heartbeat, a heart murmur, quickly. Uh, Pain behind the eyes, joint pain in the wrists and through the hands and shoulders. Quickly, who is that? Come. Quickly, come. Uh, Indigestion, some kind of problem with the digestive tracts. Quickly, come. Well, we'll have all kinds of healings and miracles tonight, too. Someone here, you've had some kind of problem with the sinuses and through the nose and headaches, constant headaches and through the sinuses. Quickly, come. We'll have all kinds of miracles. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, some kind of stomach condition that won't go away. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, ovary problems, like lady problems. Can you lower it a little bit? I'm working a little hard over that. You're doing good back there. Ovary problems. Um, quickly, ovary, female part problems, okay? Um, you've been diagnosed with some kind of, um, some kind of disease or some, some kind of disease that they say it's inherent. It's like, um, uh, hereditary, some kind of disease. I don't even know what this, like some hereditary diagnosis. Get up here if they're giving you some hereditary garbage. Quickly. Your lineage is with the cross. The buck stops with the blood, man. Quickly. Quickly. Uh, somebody's right shoulder. You have pain through the right shoulder. I don't know who that is. Quickly. Quickly. Lower back pain and right shoulder. Quickly. Digestive tracts. Let's lift our hands. What, what's wrong, baby? Okay, female problems. Okay. Now, function correctly in Jesus' name. What's wrong, bro? Okay. All right, we command that to dry up in Jesus' name. Curse it off of his body. What's wrong, Mr. Chelsea? Sinus? We break those sinus issues in Jesus. What's wrong, sweetheart? Your wrist and your shoulders? Be healed in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. What's wrong, Miss Heather? I know. I'm just having fun with you. What's wrong, baby? Okay. Now, Father, we thank you that stigmatism has departed this night in Jesus' mighty name. What's wrong, sweetheart? Okay. Okay, tumors in there? You know, sinuses? Okay, lift your hands up. Okay, we command those tumors to dissolve right now in Jesus' name. Now you're going to start feeling warm. Watch. Watch. I told you. 
Like heat, right? Like fire? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is hotter. Now, could you not smell and like understand smells? Okay, watch the smell coming back to you, watch. I have a very nice cologne on, nothing personal. But can you smell Hugo Boss? I don't know what Hugo Boss is. You don't know what it smells like, but you smell it nice, don't you? What's wrong, honey? Headaches. Headaches. Uh, let's check your legs. Put, sit down there, honey. Sit over there. Come on, let's lift our hands and thank God. God's doing miracles and healings right now. People filled with the Spirit and people branded. Put your, hand, put your legs up, sweetheart. What's your name, honey? Alicia? Look how your legs are off, baby. You see that? Watch how quickly. Watch. Watch what Jesus does. Aha. You see that? Could you feel that? What did that feel like? Like fire and it, like what else happened? Like it shot out? Now your legs are tingly. Cool, right? Where was your pain? Where was it? It was all over? Is it there now? I didn't think so. Stand up, honey. You just got a miracle and healing. How's that feel? It's awesome, isn't it? See how much he loves you, honey? See what I mean? Abba, Father, Papa heals you just now. What's wrong, bro? Okay, let's get your back fixed. Let's get it all taken care of tonight, all right? Enough of this. Let's get you straightened out, bro. You put your legs up. Let's thank the Lord. Let's give Jesus all the praise and glory. Look, see how off you are, bro? Okay, relax. Two tenths. You watch. See? You feel that? Did you see that, Kirk? Now, where was your pain? Where was it? Lower back. Is it there now? It's not. It's no pain, right? I didn't think so. Okay, what else was your problem? Heart, stand up. Okay. What's it like, irregularity or something? What's going on? Real low heart rate. Okay, low heart rate. Okay. Father, I thank you for a perfect heartbeat. His heart beats after yours. I found this man, David, whose heart beats to mine. Okay, what do you want, sis? Your eyes? Okay, and other things in your body? Okay, be healed. Take the anointing. Take, okay. take, take the anointing. Let it flow into you. What's wrong, honey? Your shoulder and neck? Let's sit you down. Sit here, honey. We're gonna, your back's off. Okay, put your legs out. Okay, nice socks. Nice. Okay, all right. See how she's off? Can you see this? Look, sweetheart. See how you're off? Can you see that? Watch how quickly called the working of miracles. What do you think of that? Have you ever seen anything like that? No? Can you lower the music a little? Okay. Okay, what just happened, sweetheart? They shot out, right? Have you ever seen anything like that before? Could you feel that? Where was your pain? Where was it? Is it there anymore? It's not there, is it? That's called Jesus of Nazareth, the miraculous, miracle-working Jesus, who's alive and well. See how much he loves you? Do you see how much he loves you? Be healed. 
What's wrong, sis? Genetic stuff. Genetic stuff. See, we call that the genetic. Yeah. Genetic what? It's a mutation in my, my blood. It's, it's been causing miscarriage. I don't like mutation. I don't, I, there's no mutation in heaven. Last time I checked the Bible, there's no mutation in heaven. They said, well, he'll come down from the heavens with a spirit of mutation. Sounds like mucus or something like that from the devil. Now, in the name of Jesus, come out of the body now. Never again. What's wrong, sis? Acid reflex? Okay. 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 All right, lift your hands up. Because we called out stomach stuff, right? The Lord did through me. Okay. Now, Father, we thank you. Oh, you're going to start feeling warmth there, darling. Watch. Pretty cool, isn't it? Isn't that nice? What's that feel like? Awesome? That's called anointing. That's power. That's Jesus. What was that? It's all over your back. Mm-hmm. Can't even remember it. He healed you of it. It's just because you're, you're getting a little drunk. What's wrong, sweetheart? Both of your feet? Come here, sit over here. You got pain there right now? As soon as I touch those feet, the pain will depart just like that. You ready? You got pain there now. Let me get the story straight. Right now, there's pain. Okay, how long? Two years. Two years too long, if you ask me. Now watch. You ready? Now watch. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Jesus, who died for you on the cross. Where's the pain? There isn't any. Isn't that wonderful? Two years of that nonsense. Two years. How many years you were messed up with your back and you saw that stuff? How long? Several years. Yeah. Okay. Honey, you're healed. He loves you, honey. He loves you. Be healed. What's wrong, bro? Ryan? Dozens of surgeries. Intestines. Do you have like anything in your back, like rods or something? You do, don't you? Okay. Lift your hands up high, bro. Close your eyes because you're going to get a miracle. Now, Father, I'm asking you to put a new spine in there. Ryan, you're going to start feeling heat run through your spine, bro. There it goes. There it goes. You feel it? Like warmth in there? It burns? You feel stuff moving in there? Like just like heat, right? Huh? Like warmth, right? Wow. Wow. Pastor, what's the name of like your leadership group? Like, what do you what do you call it? Like boot camp, one hundred and one, or discipleship, mentoring? Yeah. What do you call it? Cubs, Lions. Okay. Okay. What's going on, Ryan? Saving Private Ryan. Behind enemy lions. 
touching your body, Ryan. What's going on, Ryan? What's, what do you feel? Come on, be honest. Like warmth. Lifting? Like weightlifting. Something I did for a lot of years. What else going on? Is that it? Just the weightlifting? It's like, it's like you're floating. Lower the music. You can what? Like you can stand on your own? Can you lower the music? You can stand on your own and you feel heat and it's like you're lifting, like weights lifting up off you and like you're getting a miracle on your back, like well, Jesus is a miracle working God. What else, bro? I can feel my toes. I haven't felt them in you can feel your toes and you haven't felt your toes in how long? In years. Some of you, even while you're on the ground, God's still working on you, so you know, you're on the operation table. You haven't felt your toes in how long, bro? Ten years. That ain't right. You haven't felt your toes in ten years, but now you can feel them? No, that's, that's right. No, that's right. Ain't. Tony, that's right, man. What else, bro? What else is going on? Now, what's this tube stuff and all that stuff? What's that all about? Like in ter- in- tube of my stomach from an infection. Okay, all right. all right. Father, I'm asking you to just fix that. What else is going on? What do you feel? You feel warmth down there now? Take the anointing. Now, now, Ryan, you're going to be down on the floor, like stuck to the floor. And while you're down there, the master is going to rework you. And when you get up, you'll be thanking Jesus for the rest of your life. And you'll be serving him, Ryan, all your days. You know, you'll be running around shouting about how good God is. And you'll live clean and holy and pure before the Lord. And you'll lift up a standard of excellence and you'll run with God. Okay, bro, what's wrong? Let's lift our hands and thank him tonight. Rip muscle in my back. Or rip muscle? Where? My lower back. Lower back? Come on. That's a different way of saying torn, you know. What'd you do? Rip it? How'd you do that? Let's lift our hands and give Jesus all the glory. Okay. All right. Okay. See how he's off? See how you're off, bro? Okay. Watch out easy. You believe. You got faith. Yeah, you love the Lord too, don't you? I know you do. Okay. If you just check your back, you'll find out you just got healed. You can, can't you? Yeah. It's leaving you right now, bro. Yeah, it is. What's your name? William. William? Yeah, you're healed, William. You're a good man, buddy. God's got plans for you. Okay. You just want to stand up, you're fine, you're healed. It's gone. You were speaking in tongues. What is your name, baby? Sarah. Is that your dad? Your dad just got healed and you got filled with the Holy Ghost. That's a pretty good night for you guys. Man! What's wrong, sweetheart? Let's lift our hands and give Jesus glory. Glory to God. Ryan, you're on the table, man. You are on the operation table. Under the anesthesia of the HG, Holy Ghost. And God's moving and shifting and doing things in you. 
Amen. What's wrong, honey? A genetic history of genetic cancer in my family. Cancer? Nah, that ain't for you. Mm-mm. You have a genetic history through the bloodline of perfect health. Amen. We curse it in Jesus' name. Never. What do you need, bro? Uh, Let's lift our hands I, and thank him. I have a heart problem. Heart problem? Okay. Father, thank you. You said a new heart you'd give him, a new spirit you placed within him. So Ezekiel 36, so we thank God for fixing valves and heart. Touch it, Lord. Touch it. Work it. Move in that thing. What do you need, bro? Uh, my hands. Your hands? Sinus. Sinuses, okay. And, and stigmatism. All right. Stigma. Father, I thank you for touching his body right now in Jesus' name. From the top of his head, what do you need, honey? Ringing the ear. Ah, that's easy. That's easy. Now, in the name of Jesus. I can always tell when the anointing goes in there. There it goes. Right there. Ringing, come out. You'll come up with no telephone devil in your ear. Carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel. Tunnel. Okay, I was in one church service down in uh, some part of the country. I forget where it was. Someone had surgery and they had it. The nerves were like detached because there's such pain and they got reattached they could feel again. Okay, so what's your issue? How does it work with you? It seems like it starts in the back and goes right down through the shoulders. Okay. Right. Also, no, well, you're going to watch heat run through your arms now. Watch. Let's thank Jesus now. Let's give him all the praise and glory and honor. How you doing, Dal? You doing okay? No more ringing, right? I told you. Yeah, it's nice. How long have you been ringing? How's that long is that? They popped. Phenomenal. They just popped. I told you. Fire. What's wrong, honey? What? Female stuff? Collapsed organs. Okay. Wow. Okay. Come here. Get over here, you. Get over here. Put your hands on her. Put your jumper cables down in her female parts. You know where that is, right? Okay. All right, good. What's wrong, honey? Lower back. Oh, nothing for the Lord. Let's give Jesus all the glory. Let's just worship him. Let's worship him. Let's worship him. Put your legs out, honey. Ah. Okay. Too tense, but you're in pain. Okay, watch. Told you. You feel that? What does that feel like? Like it's shifting out. And you're in pain right now? It's gone. Have you ever seen that before? Never. He just healed you, honey. He did a miracle in you, really. Thank you, Jesus. Stand up and thank him. Lift your hands and thank him. You excited? Could have stayed home and missed a stay down under that fire. What's wrong, bro? I ended up in the ER late last night. It's ER last night? Abdominal and lower back pain. Abdominal and lower back pain? I have like lower back pain. Oh, really? Yeah, like aching on the side. Okay, all right, let's take care of the abdominal first. No, that pain has to come out. That assignment's over with. No more in Jesus' name. Right there. See it one in. The anointing goes in. What's wrong, kid? Um, headaches and sinuses. Okay, sit down. Let's check your back. Okay, put your legs out. Let's thank him. Let's lift our hands and thank him. Okay, you're off. Just a little bit. Not much, but watch it grow up. And watch the other one come meet it now. You're being adjusted right now, honey. Okay? Did you feel that? Yeah. You could? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, now stand up. Stand up. Let's thank him tonight. Jesus is a great chiropractor. He's a great chiropractor. 
He adjusts things and he doesn't even charge. The price has already been paid. It's free. What's wrong, bro? Right shoulder and lower back. Okay. All right. Come on over here so we can get. Are you engaged to be married? Yep. You are? Yep. When? You didn't set the date yet? No. Okay, sit down. Wow, send me an invitation. Put your legs up. Nice girl? Yes. Mm-hmm. she here tonight? She's beautiful inside and out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, where was your pain? Is there any more? I didn't think so. Stand up. Lift your hands and thank him. Your shoulder, you got pain there now? Right now? No, not right now. No, it's not there, is it? Okay. All right. What's wrong? She asked me to bring her what, out. Well, what's wrong? She needs to grow. She needs to grow? Okay. All right, stretch your hands towards her. We'll say one word together. Everybody in a count of three say grow in Jesus' name. Okay, one through three. Grow in Jesus' name. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for this precious little cutie pantaloony, little sweetie. In Jesus' name, she'll grow fine. Now expect it. What's wrong, bro? You got filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. Yep. Wow. What was that like? It was great. Phenomenal, right? Okay. What do you need the Lord to do? A lazy right eye, and I got work back in, too. Okay. So Check your legs. Y'all still with us? Y'all still here? Okay. All right. God's doing good things. Jesus. Right. Yeah, come on. Put your legs out. It'll be healed really quick. It won't be long. It won't take long. Okay. Okay. See how he's off, bro? Kirk. Captain Kirk. Where's your pain? Right, right there. There now? <laughs> hey, 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 I know you. you know me. How's the how's the music going? Fine. Had a girl. We had a good rehearsal. Swedish music? Was uh, it sweet? Some of it is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's Most, wrong? Uh, the pain that we I got healed in the shifted down to my leg. Okay, you got healed and a little bit of more shifting. Yeah, and I let, I want to be filled with hope. How you doing, Ryan? You feel that? You can wiggle your toes? Could you not do that? Not like that. Yeah, not like that. Just go take the, your toes and wiggle them in the devil's face. So you're under my feet. Get your dirtiest sock on and do it. Stink it up his nose. All right? You wanted to get filled with the Holy Ghost too, didn't you? Okay, come here, bro. Come here, man. This is exciting, Ryan. This is exciting, man. Your whole life is changing. Can you wiggle your other toes? Stay here, honey. You're next. And forgotten about you. I'll be right there. Think of a nice song you could sing. Okay. Swedish. Okay. There it goes, Ryan. Take the anointing. Okay, you ready? You love the Lord, right? I love you the Lord. You got a good heart, sweetheart. I've been okay. Christian for since 1960 or 70. 1970? That's amazing. Wow. And I always went to church with my family. You did? When you were a little girl? Yep. That's amazing. You're being healed right now. Uh huh. Okay. Put your cables on her belly and get her filled. Do I got to do everything around here? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Might as well have fun, right? What's wrong, honey? Heart murmur? Okay, lift your hands up. 
So that would be on your this side, because that's where your heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Okay. Now watch, honey. Close your eyes. Watch. No more murmur. Could you tell there's a murmur there? Like, can you feel like some odd feeling or something? No. Okay. Father, thank you. Heal her heart. You know, murmuring comes from, you remember when they murmured against Moses and they got sick? You know, It's about all I say a murmur is. No more murmuring. Your heart's healed, honey. What's wrong, baby? What's wrong with you? What's... Oh, okay. You're healed of that. Honey, no more heart murmur. Okay? No more. Don't ever again say, I got it. Say, I don't know. My heart's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Okay. What's wrong, Allison? Okay. Come here. Better watch out for this lady. Okay, put your hands on her. Female parts. Okay. What's wrong, bro? Ah, uh, it's nothing. Father, heal him in Jesus' name. Heal his sinuses. Hey, pal. How you doing, bud? What's your name? Andrew. Do you know what Buzz, not, Buzz Lightyear is? Do you know what Buzz Lightyear is? Huh? Jesse? Woody? Woody? Woody! <laughs> to infinity and beyond! You know that one? Right? What about Zerk? Watch out for Zerk. Right? Okay. Okay. He's healed. What's wrong, honey? Pain in the upper stomach. Okay. Upper stomach? Yeah. Put your hand there. Right now? Right there? Any more pain? There isn't, is there? Uh, good. What's wrong, pal? Um, I have pain behind my eyes. Pain behind your eyes? Close your eyes. You got pain right now? Wait, let me get this straight. You have pain right now behind your eyes? I didn't think so. Hey. Hi. Genetic mutation. That doesn't even sound right. The devil's making up stuff, you know? You have genetic mutation. That means you're a mute with, with, with a genetic issue and you're a mutie. Hey, honey. Stay there, honey. What's wrong? She just wanted to come up. You did? What's your name? My name is Hansen. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Nice watch. Very nice. Good choice of color. Cute sneakers. Velcro, of course, is very important. Right? You have to have those Velcro strips and get on them quick, right? Okay. Father, we thank you for touching her in Jesus' name. Hey, Ryan, what's going on, bro? You just kind of like heat down there? You still under it? How's those toes doing? Nice, huh? You ever felt anything like that before? Awesome. Just, just, just enjoy it, bro. Let's thank the Lord. Okay. Genetic mutation. It's, like, it's comical. I have genetic mutation. <laughs> you know, it's just a comedy. It's comedy. We, if I knock on your door and I bring you a bag of snakes and I knock on this, here, I've got a bag of snakes. It's called genetic mutation. Bring it in, man. Bring it in. Put it on the couch. You know what I mean? That's how the devil is. He's crazy. He's crazy. Now, perfect, perfect health. In Jesus' name. Genetic mutation, get out, you whatever. Bunch of junk. Hey, Grandma. Yeah, hi. You're Violet. 
Yeah. <laughs> you remember. I do, yeah. What do you need, honey? Uh, this eye, they call it a, it a lazy eye, mm -hmm. and you can't see out of it very good. It's, I'm seeing out of this one. Okay. But this one is not. Close that eye it's, for a minute. It's been that way ever since I was born. Okay. Since you were born? So how old are yeah. you now? About 35? Almost 78. Yeah, the 20th. All right, the 20th. Okay. Close that eye. You know, it's lazy, you know. I don't like lazy things. <laughs> you know, the Lord don't like lazy things. So the hand of the diligent shall bear rule. Now watch, honey, you're feeling warmth. He's going to heal you. 78? Whoa. Okay. How many years have you had this lazy thing? This lazy issue? Well, it's been most of my life, you know. Most I of your mean, life. Since I little, I'm born. You were I was born. born that way. Yeah, you were born that way. Okay. Now watch. As soon as I take my finger off, honey, it'll be perfect. Watch. Can I open it up? Jesus. This is nice, huh, Violet? All your life. Her whole life. Not anymore. He healed your back last night, and now your eye this night. No more lazy eye. What's wrong, kid? Okay. Okay, Father. Dissolve. You're doing a good job, by the way. The Lord's very proud of you. Lift your hands up, honey. Let's thank the Lord. You know, we like to have fun, but this is, you know, God is doing good things here. You know, God's doing good things. He's doing good things. He's doing good things. What's wrong, honey? What's wrong? Okay, that's nothing. We curse it, command it to dry up in Jesus' name. What's wrong, sweetie? You got filled with the Holy Ghost? Wow. Okay, what else? Oh, I love scoliosis. Cases. I might add that word, Cases. Can put your legs up because because we get results like there. Okay, okay. Can we give you all the praise and glory, Father God? We worship you, Jesus. We give you the praise and glory, Father. We touch not your glory, honey. You're going to start feeling heat in your back. What is your name, sweetheart? Shelly. Okay, lift your hands up. I told you. It's going to start shifting, honey. Watch. Ryan, how you doing? Where'd he go? <laughs> Bring him back here. Come over here, Ryan. Can you feel something, honey, going in your back? Like warmth? Like tingling? Now we command the spine to shift back. In Jesus' name, receive from him. Thank you, Lord. Give him all the glory. Lift your hands and worship Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You feel that, honey? It's going to get hotter. Like a fire, it's going to run through your spine.
Keep your hands up, worship me. What's going on, Ryan? Good things. Good things, huh? <laughs> Feels really good, you know, your spine? Feels really good. Let's thank Shelly, he's healing your back, honey. The God of the universe is working on your back. You qualify. What's going on, bro? What do you need? Bad sinus problems. Okay. Okay. Father, heal him of that in Jesus' name. What's going on, friend? Let's lift our hands and give the Lord glory. How you doing? You feel good? Wow. I said, wow. Might as well just enjoy him. Stay there for a minute. Just enjoy him. What's wrong, friend? Broke your back? Three years ago. Yeah. Titanium rods. Titanium rods? Screws. Screws? A lot of, still a lot of pain and discomfort. Really? And come on over next to Ryan. <laughs> These bookend miracles in the name of Jesus. Okay, bro, ready? Here it goes. Father, put in a real spine in there and... Just, 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 just miracles, Father. Start feeling warmth, bro. There it goes. Father, Abba, Father. Ryan, you doing good? Yeah? How's your toes? Wiggle them, man. Wiggle them in there. I want to see that. Get these Herman Munster shoes off now. You can wear sneakers and you're wearing those just because they told you you had to wear something like that. Right? Yeah, okay. Now wiggle those things. That is a miracle. I'm serious, man. That's a miracle. I mean, how many years, bro? Ten years. Couldn't wiggle his toes. Now you can stick them up the devil's nose. <laughs> Woo! Glory! Cool, huh? I like your shoes. I was just having fun with you. But you could, man, you could put on anything. You could put on tap dance shoes now, or sneakers, or cleats, or sprinting shoes, or whatever you want to put on, bro. How you doing? You feel good? Awesome. Just lay down there and enjoy it. God's working. Shelly, what's going on? Your hip bone is on the floor? Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, what's going on? What do you mean? You, you, tell me yeah, what like you... When I do when I come out of the chiropractor. Yeah, like you're being adjusted. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on. Come here. It's like she feels like how she... Pastor Michael and Pastor Tim, like when she went to the chiropractor, so she's being adjusted. That's exactly what's going on. And I won't, we will not charge you tonight. There will not be a $45 charge for this adjustment. It's absolutely free. You're welcome to come for another visit. I don't think you'll need it, but, you know, if you want to. Okay. Now, honey, watch the heat go in your hips and spine. Watch. Let's lift our hands and give the Lord glory. Come on, give him glory. Give him glory. Let's give him glory. Migraine headaches are being healed. Uh, how many of you have ringing in the ears? You don't have no more ringing. Honey, over there in the back? No more ringing? 
No more, right? Okay. Lift your hands and thank him. Let's give him all the praise and glory. Jaws are being a jaw. Uh, uh, T, TJ, TM, TMJ, TJ Maxx. Who's that? Quickly. Jaw, the jaw issues. Quickly, come. I don't know who that is. Quick, bro, come. Quickly. Is that you too, or are you just coming up to me? Let's lift our hands and give God all the glory. Amen. Okay. What is this TMT, TJ Maxx? What is it all about? I mean, I don't know. Okay. No more TMJ in Jesus' name. The only thing you'll do is TMJ. You'll tell more about Jesus. Fire. Let's lift our hands. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Kick the devil in the pants. There's all kinds of stuff going on in people's bodies right now. There's miracles. Don't turn. Keep the switch of faith on. Amen. Filled with the Holy Ghost, you know, speaking in tongues and yeah, and hearts being healed and backs still being adjusted and female things are getting fixed and all kinds of stuff's going on right now, right now, right now, right now. Amen. And, and lift your hands. Come on, lift your hands. Let's thank him. Father, we thank you. Let's give him all the praise and glory. In honor that's due unto his name. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hey, Ryan, that's pretty cool, isn't it, man? Huh? Awesome, man. Lift your hands. Let's thank him some more. Come on. Violet, you're healed. Glory to God. Glory to God. We worship you. We glorify your name. We give you all the praise and glory and honor. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brother Tony, can you come up, bro, and just do do something to close us out with something that's like kicking a little bit, like a little kicking it? Lift your hands. He's gonna. He's gonna lift your. In fact, stand to your feet, man. Just, shh. just lift your hands and thank him. Hey, by the way, you're pregnant. You got something in your spiritual womb that's got to get birthed out. Come on, now you got to birth that thing out of you. Come on, lift your hands and just worship him. Glory to God. Whatever you feel, bro. Whatever's on you, just go with it. Whatever's on you. Come on, let's worship him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Come on, sing that. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. He's my comforter, my helper. Come on, lift your hands. Thank you. On him I do depend. Do we have a drummer in the house? Do we have a drummer in the house? A drummer? Oh, the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Are you a drummer? 
no kid. Try it out. Do we have a guitarist? He's my comforter, my helper. Do we have a guitarist in the house?
praise Him and glorify His name. Father, we magnify You. We glorify You. Father, You're so good and worthy to be praised. You're 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 worthy to be praised. Lord, You're so good. We bless You, Lord. We glorify You. Father, we magnify You. We thank You. We reverence this precious time that we have, Father God. We thank You for all that has been said, all that's been done. Father, we thank You, Lord God. We thank You, Lord. Father, we thank You. We leave here. And Lord God, we just continue to feed on Your Word. And Father God, we thank You for the healing power that is in the Word of God. Father, we thank You for the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank You for all that You did, all that You've done. Father, we leave here changed. We'll never be the same. Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I can wiggle my toes now. And I can spread them. I haven't been able to spread them since I was, let's see, uh, 15, 16. Had complete reconstructive surgery on them. Lost all the feeling in my toes. I, I can feel them. They're tingling. There's warmth. Hallelujah. Well, give them a shout here tonight. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. We glorify your holy name. You're so good. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Praise God. Father, we bless you in Jesus' name here tonight. Amen. Aren't you glad you came to church on a Tuesday night? Where else would you rather be, right? And if the answer isn't right here, then don't answer it, right? Hallelujah. We need to be in church. We need to uh, flow with these things of the Word and Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Just appreciate uh, all the, uh, the churches uh, uh, attending here. These services, they're life-changing. Appreciate all those that came down from Fredonia. Uh, those that came from South Dayton and Warren, and, and uh, we just appreciate uh, family being together. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll never be the same again. It's been dynamic meetings. We just encourage you to make sure to stop by uh, Brother Chris's uh, product table. If you're led to, 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 to sow, that doesn't mean you're trying to pay for anything you've received or anything. But if you're just uh, uh, feeling like you want to be more generous, uh, uh, there is an opportunity to talk to an usher in the back. I'll uh, re- receive that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Well, it's been good. It's been good. We just say be blessed as you go. You are dismissed.